When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Blog Talk Radio.
Mayotte Hotep, and you are listening to the Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power, and my name is Beverly D., and it is great to be back with you. Uh, I missed you, uh, family, last week when I was out, but we're back tonight. And uh, Mayotte Hotep, Brother Robert X. Hotep, Sister Bell, Hotep family. And and I, too, missed uh, you and the family, Sister Bell. <laughs> Well, you 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 uh, keep us um, really informed because every week I'm like, okay, it's nothing else he can come up with, and here you come again. What is this deep this psychological program that they have going on? I couldn't have phrased the question any any better, Sister Bear, and 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 your your pre cognitive skills are off the chain. Because you know there's something larger going on out here. We yeah. got people running around talking about casting a series of spells on Donald Trump using witchcraft <laughs> out in the open. Crazy. And using the tarot cards featuring very prominently in that. <sighs> so. You know, your, your antennas are all the way up, Bev, and I hope the family, I'm sure the family, uh, is kind of paying attention to that as well. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, people are coming out of the woodwork to declare what this system is really all about, family. Yes. Uh, and Sister Bev and others have said for quite some time that these people are using magic and yeah. nobody takes it seriously. Right. But damn near every other program on TV is dealing with magic of some form. Mm-hmm. They may call it something else, but the bottom line is it's magic. Yeah. And I, it's ours. I, yes, no question that's, about it. That's what's so crazy about it. They use it against us. Not, not just else. that. Sister Bear, do you recall a, a couple of weeks ago I mentioned that they were using um, – uh, that they were basically weaponizing anthropology, that they were using mm-hmm. black culture as a weapon against black yes. people. Let, yes. let me go back here. Let me go back here for a moment just to kind of um, bring the family back up to date since we missed last week. If I know the family recalls the big blow up with the in the NAACP with the white woman who was running around imitating a black woman and got away with it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how absurd. And then got an attitude because uh, she couldn't be black. Well, did she I have a black husband, husband and black children? Yeah. Did she have a black husband? Okay. Yes. And she had some dark tint, too, to put on her face every day to uh, <laughs> cover up some of that pinkness. Okay, but I mean, but uh, but don't they don't a lot of people uh, go to these cannon places and burn themselves and put this tanning on their body? Sure, look like us. Absolutely. Okay, but how you go? How you gonna change your voice? You got to work <laughs> on that one. Well, so well, I, 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 I talked to. Yeah, she did. I'm being funny, but you got you got some of us that sound like them. 
Oh, there's no question about it. Those are the ones that you look out for because they basically have obfuscated their culture and their own mannerisms, you know, sucking in butt cheeks and all kind of stuff with the male. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are the black people you want to stay away from because they'll they'll bring it down to using correct English. And it's never been about correct English because most white people from region to region don't speak correct English. It's always been about diction and how you use the English, whereby you will emphasize every single syllable to the point of sounding homosexual. And and those are the black people, males and females, that you want to look out for a family because it means that they have been totally dipped. And this is what you find among black people who were raised among white people. What we're talking about here is Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. He's the embodiment of that. Come to you as a black man, but his soul, his culture, his upbringing, everything about him is a white man. Yeah. Let's take it a step further, Sister Bell, because right there at the NAACP, you got a black man who could pass for white any day of the week. That run the whole show. I'm talking Ben Jealous. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting you got the real light-skinned brother that could pass for a white man, but he black. Yet you got the white woman trying to pass for a black woman, and she white. Mm-hmm. That, ain't, that ain't all, Ben. Mm. Uh, you got Black Lives Matter in the last few months. That's been damn near totally white in all of the marches. We pointed that out. Yeah. Okay. And what's interesting about that is you got the LGBT folk, let's go back even further, who claim that they are the the cupbearers, if you will, the legacy holders of the civil rights movement, started by a bunch of Jewish white women. Okay. With the whole feminism thing So here you got Jewish people Jewish women Basically claiming a legacy Of black people I'm, I'm just looking at all this And I'm saying wow mm-hmm. This is unbelievable yeah. And they don't get checked by black people So you got black lives matter out there When Trump gets elected But damn near they all all white <laughs> And I'm saying wait a minute What happened but that wasn't all, Sister Bear, because we're in the middle of Black History Month while all this is really going on, right? And I'm just yeah. really just noting everything. But to put the cherry on the top, about a week ago I heard about this group that protested the homosexual boy going to speak at what the liberals call the Citadel of Free Speech. Mm-hmm. Berkeley, California. I remember Berkeley well from the 60s. That's where all the hell broke loose. Right, because people wanted to be able to express themselves with the hippies and all that kind of stuff. Right. Interesting. They go get the homosexual boy. He's supposed to speak there, uh, basically in support of Donald Trump. And you got a group called Antifa. Mm. Antifa, which is short for anti-fascist, who are out there burning up Berkeley uh, College breaking windows, setting cars on fire, and this kind of thing, 
all wearing black. But what was interesting for me, family, was that the head of this group was uh, what looks like a Hispanic woman. And I said, oh, okay, I understand it's in California, what you expect. That's little Mexico now. So I said, let me take a look at this. So I went and looked at some YouTube videos and did a little research on the group. And the name of the group is called BAM. Yeah. B-A-M-N. And I said, that don't spell BAM. So I went and I'm looking and I'm reading. And it stands for by any means necessary. Mm. And I said, whoa. The LGBT that stole the legacy of black folks and Martin King, and now here you come Warren Valdez and Pinky Johnson, they done stole uh, the legacy of, of, of Malcolm X with the by any means necessary quote. <laughs> yeah. Then you got Black Lives Matter with no black. So I'm just looking at all of it, family, and it just come down to what we have pointed out in the last program, that they're using your pain and suffering, yeah. okay, as the motivation for doing what they do while they plotting to give robots human rights, niggas can't get civil rights. Now, just just put some perspective on that, okay? And you will see the dichotomy of what the hell is going on. They're using your culture, your pain and frustration as a weapon. And we're not even involved in 99% of it. So... I look at all that, <coughs> and excuse me, family, because I'm a little under the weather. Uh, so I hope we can get through with all of this tonight. Uh, it should be pretty jam-packed. But that's just the beginning of, you know, what I saw since we've been gone. Man, uh, miss a little, miss a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I heard there's another group out there called Invisible or something. <clears throat> they the ones going to these rallies and and won't let the people speak. Oh, they all hooked together. Yeah. Many of them financed by the Democratic Party and George Soros to do what they've done with all of the so-called Arab Springs where they basically keep up a bunch of ruckus. And they did this in all, every country that they overthrew. To discredit their leadership, they use media through the NGOs to get people to go out there and, and clown and and whatever the, uh, the head of that country does, they'll get the littlest thing and pick at it and pick at it just to get keep them motivated to stay out there, to show people that they're not satisfied with what's going on. And then later on, if you relate to them, then they come uh, with the heavy motivators, okay, Uh, the thugs. So Mm -hmm. this is what's going on here now. That's where we are now. But there's one small little difference. 
these white folks are getting fed up with it across the board because that the, the people that's out there doing all the raising hell ain't really a whole bunch of them. That's the dirty little mm-hmm. secret. Yeah. And if these white folks come out here in numbers, you ain't seen nothing. And I'm telling you now, they're getting just a little bit fed up with it because they're already talking about initiating other parts of this so-called fake movement by May the 1st, May Day. Mm-hmm. And, but what they don't understand, and here's what the witches don't understand, and we're going to get into in just a moment here because <laughs> I, I came upon this late, but I got some very interesting connections here with some of the things we've already talked about, particularly in terms of Planet Trump and them tarot cards. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, got... Robert X, but wait a minute. Before yeah. you get into the juice of it, I just want to know if people out there that is having a hard time getting into the show, uh, I've been informed that Metro, uh, the, the phone company, they have blocked our show. And if you want some people, they're charging them a dollar a minute to listen to the show. What? So you know, you know, you too hot. You is wait, telling wait minute, the truth. Is this just our show? Well, I don't know. People have been complaining uh, that they uh, couldn't get in, and people and they their phone. They they we're blocked. Yeah, truth to power is blocked. Wow. On Metro, people who carry the uh, service of Metro. Right. So far, it's I've been never, Metro. i got to find out if it's anybody else. I, I've never heard that before. But I do know, yeah. uh, I've talked to several people that have had trouble being cut off their phones and all this kind of stuff, just listening. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's all right. You know, we all we can do, because they, they get ready to drop the hammer. Uh, the tech, the technocracy. That's what we're dealing with here, family. Uh, these are the high tech people, the Bill Gateses and the Zuckerbergs, right, right, the, the Elon Musk and them people. Uh, those are the ones uh, who are overt with it. I mean, they're not hiding it anymore. Uh, now they ain't, they ain't at the forefront of the whole witchcraft piece, but that's just uh, the witchcraft thing is being called it. Um, Contracted out uh, to a different part of this whole thing because they're all together. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just do their thing behind closed uh, uh, synagogues. I wanted to say closed doors, but we're going to get it absolutely <laughs> correct. They do their okay. thing behind closed synagogues because these people are straight up Zionists. That's real. All right, so. <coughs> <coughs> The whole thing is kind of interesting to me because uh, Lynn Rothschild comes out and denounces John Podesta. I just—it's just unbelievable. Podesta uh, doesn't just get outed by Lynn Rothschild, who said that he was the reason that Hillary Clinton lost, but the Washington Post. It points out gets a six hundred million dollar contract from the CIA 
okay, family? Mm-hmm. And they yeah. immediately hire John Podesta. So while Podesta is being hired by the Washington Post, he finally comes out and says something about so-called Pizzagate for the first time. And he's fumbled all over himself. You can go online and pull it up online, the, the video family. Just Google uh, Podesta uh, speaks about Pizzagate. In the meantime, Michael Flynn, all this happening at the same time, family. Miss a little, miss a lot. Mm-hmm. Michael Flynn who comes out of military intelligence at the very top, is subsequently removed because they said that he had illegal phone contact with a Russian ambassador. And by the way, the most stressful job on the planet and most dangerous, uh, by extension, is being a Russian diplomat. They're getting shot up. Uh, in Turkey, holding news conferences by Allah Akbar. Okay. Of course, we know it's all fake. It ain't got nothing to do with Islam. Okay. Because uh, the kind of Islam that they're trying to put in place is going to neutralize all the other versions. All right. Family, for those of you who, who claim to be Muslim, just like they're getting ready to remove the Christian thing. That's why you see them letting all them, them uh, uh, so-called immigrants into Europe. And they went up, they kicking white folks' ass all over the place. But guess what? Them white folks about ready to go off there, too. As a matter of fact, they've been fighting like hell in France for the last three weeks, and you ain't seen nothing about it on the media here in this country. Mm-hmm. So if you go back and look at, I think it was the, Next to the last tarot card, uh, uh, dealing with the Wheel of Fortune, it talked about the rise of nationalism and how Angela Merkel was headed towards being submerged in water. Oh, I just find the whole thing quite interesting, Bear. Uh, Amazing. This nationalism thing, they scared to death of it. This is the thing that the internationalists, have been fighting for a hundred years. Okay? But now it has grown bigger and more powerful than ever before because it crosses all of the European continent. All of it. All of it. From Russia to America. All of it. So this is what's different this time. All of these places, all over Europe, could all be at civil war with each other. Within uh, the, the individual countries, you could have civil wars going on all over the place. And it's because these Zionist Jews, through what's called the Kalergi Plan, K-A-L-E-R-G-I, have admitted that they bringing all those Muslims into Europe to basically homogenize the white people, to remove their culture, just like they're doing here or attempting to with Juan Valdez 
and Pinky Johnson. We come to find out through the research that the whole LGBT thing is being forced upon people globally or attempting to, which is why Russia kicked them out of his country. And now you got backlash coming through some of the European countries because they're figuring out that this is part of a national policy to prepare the world for the new people based on alchemical or scientific practices, okay, where they want to take man back to his original state of androgyny, okay, being both male and female, but using synthetic means by way of technology. That's a technocracy. That's why uh, they've chemically altered the human construct going back to the 1970s, okay? Oh, this is really, really just absolutely. It's it's like you say, it's unbelievable. It's mind-blowing. It's all coming coming out. And, you know, what's really interesting is we've been kind of tracking it on a weekly basis. So, you know, we can just give you updates because there's nothing that I'm talking about now that I haven't already talked about. Yeah. Nothing. So uh, even the uh, witchcraft thing, you know, we point out that Hillary is the head of a major coven. Yeah. <laughs> on the West Coast. So, I mean, it's just interesting how they're out in the open with it. They've gotten so bold that there was a world yeah. government meeting. We'll come to that real uh, shortly here. There was a world government meeting in Dubai. Okay, the other day, no media. The the interesting thing about this world government meeting was that they paid homage symbolically to the Palmyra Temple with major world leaders there. This is just the other day, family. Okay, mm-hmm. so they in Dubai at this world government meeting, and they paying homage to the Temple of Baal. Mm-hmm. This ain't last year. This is this year. They still celebrating it. So I just find all of this just absolutely fascinating for me as a researcher and to see it um, literally seeing it develop right in front of our eyes but the mm-hmm. one thing that they really they don't understand I still ain't seen many people pick up on it yet okay because remember family well I won't go there yet let me before I get there because it just gets even weirder alright <laughs> look you knew it's something so had to be a foot family when this other pope, uh, uh, what's this pope's name? The one they had now or the one they got rid of? Well, the other one is back in the coach house. They put okay. him in the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Benedict. Okay? Oh, okay. Now we got Francis. Well, remember when Francis was ordained or when he was uh, made the pope, 
there was a celebration. He came out on the balcony and released two doves, and they immediately got ate up by two huge blackbirds. Mm. You can pull that up online, family. That lets you know what he represents. And he's been pushing world government and homosexuality ever since. And that's uh, some of the major uh, discontent that's inside the Catholic Church right now as well. Because there are factions in there that don't like what he's doing. Okay? Now, here's, here's the really strange piece to me. None of this is going to affect Donald Trump. <laughs> Don't be there because he's the Antichrist. <laughs> and I know this is difficult. Yeah, they don't believe. Understand. They don't believe. Yeah, I know. It. And that's fine, you know. This is just me saying this because I tend to see things a little bit differently than most people for whatever the reason. This is just my opinion based on my metaphysical. Uh, Eyeballs seeing things like the Arch of Triumph, the Arch of Triumph, which was just celebrated last week in Dubai to bring in ball, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Baphomet, the new God, I look at the Arch of Triumph and I look and I break up the word of Triumph and I, I see the Arch of High Trump. That's what I see. Now, nobody else has to see that. But for whatever the reason, I see it. Hi, Trump. Yeah. Just break down the word. And that's what you got. What's really interesting is one of the pieces, I know the family remember that Economist Magazine article called Planet Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, those eight tarot cards, the last card, uh, what was that last card? Uh, oh, it was the star. Okay. And it had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, six, fourteen eight-pointed stars with, with, with faces inside of them. Okay. But then there was just one. Look like shooting star or uh, a woman with a with a long weave. <laughs> Was this the, uh, the star card? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. It looked like a, a a meter, a meteorite, a meteor. a meter or something. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a whole bunch of but things, do, right? Yeah, look like a woman had weave hair. You right? Yeah, it could be a whole bunch of things, but we didn't focus on that. We focused on the eight, the uh, symbolism of the uh, um, the esoteric meaning of the number eight with all those eight pointed stars, and we said that that dark star that all of them were hovering over, that planet was probably Nibiru, planet X which would be the 10, and that there were 10 circles, okay? There are 10 circles in that card. 
and we kept we pointed out that that's the ten ten. So you go back to the very first card, the tower, and you got the ten planes, and you got the two groups of people who on each side they add up the ten. So both the first card and the last card were both referencing ten ten. Mm, and look okay. at what is happening. With the internet, they shutting people off that internet and kicking people out and mm-hmm. censoring people's feet. These are the yeah. people who calling other people fascists, but they are the ones who are the fascists by their yeah. behavior. They don't want you to speak unless you're speaking for them or echoing what they're saying, and they don't want you to have anything positive to say about Donald Trump, even if it's the truth. It don't matter. Yeah. They don't want it. So they decided that they're going to crack down. But I, I, it's like I said on the last program. Again, what they don't understand is this man got all the cards in the deck. <laughs> they playing on with a they trying to bluff with a busted flush. <laughs> and it ain't happening. And if you notice Trump really hasn't addressed it. Mm-hmm. All he's doing is neutralizing the media, which mm-hmm. is the heart of all of what they're doing. Yeah. And it's interesting because every time he brings up something within a day or two, it manifests. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so NASA comes out the other day. And mm-hmm. now they done found another planet with a bunch of Earth-like planets around it. Mm-hmm. So they said, wait a minute, we got to go back and change the fact that we kicked Pluto out. They're going to let Pluto be no planet no more, mm-hmm. right? Which would have meant when they identified what they call Planet Nine in January of last year, the year of the nine, mm-hmm. that would have meant that Planet Nine, as we see it then, was really the 10th planet, Nibiru. So now here they, they're coming out now talking about they recognize another planet with a bunch of planets floating around it. And they got to reassess how they uh, identify defined planets now. So Pluto is subject to be a planet again. But it ain't going to be the 10th, I mean the ninth planet, it's going to be the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> when the tenth planet came last year in January, when they kicked Pluto to the curb, <laughs> I just, again, I just find the whole thing interesting because it's coming down to some of these tens that we've been talking about here. Right. Okay. And that's what I see going on. We said that last card, the star card, the most important thing to us besides the ten round circles was that planet, and not necessarily the, the eight-pointed stars with all the faces inside of it, mm-hmm. nor the media or anything of that, of that sort. I didn't see it. I saw it as the planet being the most important thing. And it's, uh, uh, of course, it was uh, highlighted by David Bowie uh, ushering in uh, 2016 and androgyny and, of course, the year end, with all the androgynous people being exposed through Pizzagate. I mean, hell, you don't know. Yeah. Go ahead, Beth. No, and I heard last week uh, 
Trump got uh, uh, them investigating that. He got a oh, they all over it. Um, yeah, because see, Flynn got fired to show you the arrogance of these people mm-hmm. because of the whole Pizzagate thing, and to show you that that's what got him. Hillary Clinton, who go who's talking about running for president again in 2020. You but it ain't happening. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you. But it, it ain't happening, oh. family. Because uh, they'll implode. You see, they're not in charge of the machinery. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way they can ever win anything is cheap. That's all they do. It's cheap. Yeah. That's for both parties, okay? But unfortunately for them, Trump brought in a whole bunch of people with him. Yeah. And the Republicans basically run the country. So yeah. they're going to run most of the machinery. Mm-hmm. So the Democrats can't win. Because as quiet as it's kept, the Democrats, I know I live in a Democratic a gangsterville, gangster zone. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everything here is crooked. All of it. Everything. Ask anybody that lives in Chicago, they'll tell you. Everything is crooked. And then they're well, it's not only properly. Chicago. Not yeah, Chicago. I know. I'm only saying that because they've been highlighting Chicago for the last yeah. couple of years, yeah. okay, with all yeah. of the murders. Uh, but, yeah, we know the whole country is like that for the most part. But Chicago is, man, <laughs> people live here know what I'm talking about, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, the police is so corrupt. Um they just elevated a guy who has like 60 or 70 different complaints against him that made him a commander. You had mm. John Byrd, who was torturing people. He arose to the ranks of commander because that's how you advance in Chicago. You advance through criminal behavior in every sector, not just the police. Politics ain't nothing but the police without guns. Mm-hmm. It's the same stuff But they killing black people too The black politicians and the white ones And I don't even, I don't even want to get off on a tangent with that Because uh, I, I know that Because I, I've been involved in it for a long, long time But uh, I want to go back here uh, Because I definitely I, I don't know if I'm going to finish uh it's part two of this thing because it's equally, it's equally as informative. And I'm talking about part two of, or part three, I'm not sure, part three of um, the metaphysics of uh, the technocracy or the technocrazy. So we, we've just been on title of this particular part, uh, LGBT and the technocracy, Okay. Um, but Mike Flynn was fired because he was pushing the whole Pizzagate thing to be investigated. Because even Russia has pointed out that this country is run by a bunch of pedophiles. Yes. And Putin yes. said it in his major address. It ain't hidden. He said it in a major address, and it's all over the Internet. 
This has been about two months ago now. So this country is about pedophiles. And he's absolutely correct. Now, what he didn't go into was damn near all of Europe is run by pedophiles. Yes. Okay. And we had them getting busted. Uh, the high-profile pedophiles here haven't got busted yet. That's what's in the works right now. So Flynn mm-hmm. gets fired or is forced to resign. Then Hillary Clinton sends him an email and mentions the word comment in her snide Twitter remark, basically saying that he got took out by Comet Pizza. Okay? Now, I want the family to understand, if you if you went back and looked at one of the first organized groups of pedophiles that I became aware of, were called the Finders. We've mentioned them here before. But if you go back and you, you read the information on the Finders, what you will find is that they were a CIA operation. That's extremely important. Okay? We're talking about the intelligence community, and nobody went to jail. They got busted dead to right. Nobody went to jail. And it's just like Sandusky. They were basically procuring uh, children for higher up. So they, they got the kind of protection that no money can buy. They're totally protected. So uh, you got to understand the connections between the intelligence community because that's why much of this stuff has never come out. Because when it does attempt to be uh, to be outed, so to speak, uh, the cover-up began. Because they got so many of these people compromised, it ain't funny. And every now and then you'll get one that's, that, you know, can't hold his homosexuality in no more, so he come out the closet like Lindsey Graham. Here's a guy that's been uh, used in the military, you know, because he was a... a I think he was an adjutant general, if I'm not mistaken. But he's been in the military even while he's been in Congress for quite some time, I think up until the last few years. But he's a straight, flaming homosexual. All right? So you already know he in Congress, he's been in the closet all these years. You know he's been compromised. He ain't been abstinent. Okay? And look where he come from. If I'm not mistaken, he comes from South Carolina. That's Bubba. Bubbaville. Now, I know Bubbaville ain't, ain't into the homosexual thing. At least he don't give that impression. But the point is, there are a lot of them up there who hide behind wives like they married to them when they ain't. Okay. Now, let's go and take a look at the witches. Because uh, Brother Roz sent me a piece on that last week. And I was so in tune with my work, I really didn't get a chance to really get into it or anything. Because I had an emergency form this week that I didn't know I had. So 
That's why we had to pretty much cancel this past week. So, at any rate, Ron sends me the piece, so I get a chance to read it earlier today. And then I follow a little thread, and I'm finding out that these people are talking about using lunar cycles mm-hmm. to cast these spells. And I immediately thought about you, Bear. Okay. I immediately, I immediately thought about you because a spell ain't number magic, just another word for it. Mm-hmm. That's right. And 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 so, you know, these people, why would they do such a thing unless there was something connected with the fact that there is power in it? Yes. Now, is it overwhelming power? Well, it depends. But I'm just giving the family a heads up right now. Trump is like like he got a suit of armor on. None of that stuff is going to affect him. And I know people be ready to jump off the uh, a ledge when I say he's going to be there for 12 years. Yeah, because people can't they can't picture that. But one of the tarot cards talks about nuclear war. Okay, and we we went over that that it could be a red dawn type situation. Now you contemplate in his second four years, this country gets attacked by a small nuclear weapon. You got Bill Gates running around here talking about. Biological terrorism could kill 30 million people. Hell, this vaccine's all cost to kill more than that. So, again, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the nuances of all these things and how they all connect. Mm -hmm. So so I went and looked at some of these articles dealing with the witch, but let me go back here. To the tarot card and, and that economist, the tarot card, um, the tower card in that economist uh, article uh, that's called Planet Trump. This is from mm-hmm. the Economist magazine. And here's a little bit of what they say relative to the tarot card. You'll find it quite interesting. Uh, the tower card, rather. They say in certain classical tarot decks, the tower card is called may sun do or God's house which in the economist tower card is represented by a Christian cross above the door above the tower the sky has very dark clouds with a huge thunderstorm and powerful lightning the tower explosion symbolizes the Christianity uh, the symbolizes the Christianity faith in a war of religions the tower is spliced in two parts with followers groups on each side. Christianity on the right and Leninist or communism with the red flag with the hammer and sickle on the left. As communism was more of a Christianity at, uh, adversary in the past, I believe that communism is a politically correct metaphor for today, today's Islamism. The tower is accessed by an angular path 
surrounded by yellow, wavy uh, land. And then they say there's a note on the door uh, that Vatican City is closed and some text and stone that basically are uh, Christianity's relics losses. And they are falling from the exploded tower. Now, remember, family, we told you that it's the tens in there that were striking to me. Forget all the other religious references. And what was really interesting was, recall, family, we pointed out that, and you can go to the Daily Mail, the Daily Mail, you'll find this article. If someone trying to tell us something, lightning strikes Trump Tower in Chicago and tornadoes hit town as the Donald wins the Illinois primary. That's from the Daily Mail for March the 16th. 316 is a 10. Okay, this is last year during the Illinois primary. We brought this up in one of the older shows, Sister Beth, family. Mm-hmm. And you can go online and you will see Trump uh, Tower gets hit by lightning. And if I'm not mistaken, it was the 16th floor. The 16th card in the tarot is the tower. But even with that, he won. <laughs> now Let me read a little bit of this article here I think you'll find something interesting here They say Donald Trump Claimed victory in Illinois Tuesday night At around the same time That Mother Nature wreaked havoc On the Windy City Social media users posted photos As severe weather in Chicago And nearby areas with with even tornadoes touching down in some parts of the state. Then, to cap things off, lightning struck the Trump Tower. Okay, they're going to say, by the end of the day, at least 10 tornadoes, 10 tornadoes have been reported in Illinois, along with more than 60 instances of hailstorms, according to the National Weather Service. Of course, they're going to say, yeah, pieces as big as golf balls and this kind of thing. But again, you can't make this up. Uh, It's kind of spooky that Trump Tower gets hit by lightning, and the very first card in that tarot is the Trump car, uh, the uh, tower getting hit by lightning in the tarot deck. Okay, so, uh, mm-hmm. man, you, you just can't make it up. Now, here they are. Now, watch this, family. So, here we go with two references to the Trump Tower, one with the tarot, okay, and the other, uh, metaphysically, if you will, uh, having to do uh, uh, with the tarot card. Okay, with the Tower Tarot card. So what I want the family to do is go here. Go to Extra News Feed. Extra News Feed. 
extra news feed, like somebody feeding you, all one word, and you'll find this article, a spell to bind Donald Trump and all, all those who abet him, February 24th, mass ritual. <coughs> I couldn't believe it. First thing they show up under that headline is the tower card in the tarot deck. Okay? And here's what they say. They say this document has been making the rounds and the number of magical groups, both secretive and public. It was allegedly created by a member of a private magical order who wishes to remain anonymous. I make no claims about its efficacy, and several people have noted it can be viewed as more of a mass art slash consciousness-raising project, similar to the 1967 exorcism and levitation of the Pentagon, than an actual magical, than an actual magical working. But many are clearly taking it seriously. I have been receiving a number of suggestions and variants for this ritual, and I've posted some of them at the end, okay? They're going to say, uh, let me see here. They're going to talk about the spell. This is part of the witches, okay, part of their faction in terms of the spell and how you cast it. They give you instructions. <laughs> On how to cast the spell and what you're going to need to get it done. <laughs> Family, it's like, are these people serious? Yeah, so now, if you say But, Sister Babe, if you said spirit cooking um, three months ago, they called you all kind of names. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine ran a major article on one of the witches that's at the forefront of this. Okay? Let me just give you a little bit of this, family, in terms of a spell to bind Donald Trump and all those who abet him. They say it's to be performed at midnight on every waning crescent moon until he is removed from office. The first ritual takes place Friday evening, February 24th, at the stroke of midnight. This binding spell is open source and may be modified to fit your preferred spiritual practice or magical system. Who are they talking to? The critical elements are the simultaneity uh, man, I can the simultaneous is what they should have just said. Of the working, meaning midnight Eastern Standard Time in DC, uh Ma and Mar Largo and Trump Tower, New York City time, and the mass energy of participants. They say see below for the upcoming date. Some lodges slash Colvins are doing a variation of this as a group working while a number of solitary practitioners are planning to connect and live stream via Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Then they say this, 
in terms of the components, some of the things you need to get your your your, your spell on, so to speak. And I can just imagine a a booty shaking venture at the club, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with spell night, okay, at midnight. <clears throat> Everybody get your moed or whatever the hell you you know sucking on, and everybody pull up to the to the big big screen right, and you got these folks up there telling you how to get your spell on. Mm-hmm. They need the energy. They're using it. Absolutely, absolutely. So they say here's some of the things you need. Check it out, family. An unflattering photo of Trump. See below for one you can print, just in case you can't find one. They'll give you one. Then the second ingredient is the tarot card, the tower tarot card from any deck. And I will leave the rest of it there, family, okay? Uh, A pin or small nail, you might get a white candle. Uh, represent fire. You need something. To, you need things that represent the the four elements: earth, wind, fire, and and water. Okay. Uh, then you need matches, of course, and an ashtray or a dish of sand. <clears throat> so you can see how extensive they are taking this family, and the media is going right along with it. Did they even give you options in case you can't find everything you're looking for? They give you some options of some other stuff that you can go and get in lieu of the stuff you couldn't find. Yeah. And so, and then they give you they give you the ritual what you're supposed to say while you're doing these things. They say here you got to lean the tarot card against something so that it's standing up vertically. And while you're doing that, you say a prayer for protection and invoke a blessing from your preferred spirit or deity, reading the 23rd Psalm, okay? In common in hoodoo culture, uh, root work tradition. Y'all know the root. The, remember yeah. Richard Pryor talking about Miss Rudolph putting the root, root on him? And, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> They have no idea, or maybe they do know what they're dealing with. They do. They know. Yeah. Because uh, they got to know. They're going to need some stronger force than this. This ain't going to get it, particularly coming from white folks. It ain't happening. It's going to be It's going to be watered down. Absolutely. Got no other choice. So... I'm, again, family, I'm looking at all that, and it's just blowing me away. I mean, it's literally blowing away that no major media, to my knowledge, okay, because I don't watch any of it, maybe the family know, but this should have been given a whole lot of time in terms of the fact that they're taking it or having people to take it seriously to begin with. Okay, uh, just absolutely mind blowing. So I'm looking at all that, and I'm trying to maintain my sanity, family. You know it wasn't easy. Okay, <laughs> this is in everybody's face. It wasn't easy, family. 
And again, with with all of the other background that I've given you, okay, and for these people to come out here and reference uh, the Economist magazine with the Trump cards, it's just absolutely mind-blowing for me because we just got through with that at the beginning of the year and outlined the 1010. So, again, you can't make any of this up. I wish I could. I'm not that good, okay? So you're going to have the Christians under major fire here because the church ain't said they ain't taking this sitting down, okay? Now, they're used to taking it bending over, but they say they ain't taking it sitting down, that they're going to be doing prayer while uh, folks is casting spells. Here's the other interesting thing to me. Um, um, you got the Muslims that's being protected by the Catholic Church <laughs> and the Pope. They're advocates for the whole Muslim thing, right? The hierarchy, because they're mm-hmm. pushing the whole immigration thing. In the meantime, you got Christians fighting against the factions that siding or that's against Trump, who are in fact aligned with the whole Muslim thing. So I just find the whole thing absolutely crazy. I went to Rolling Stone, I pulled that article up, and it's entitled how Donald Trump is making witches and Christians fight again. So instead of making America great again, now they're saying Trump is making witches and Christians fight. Mm. I don't know how you get that from, you know, what's going on here. Uh, But, you know, the media has a way, and this is what Trump has been talking about, and you know, family, long before Trump came out here and put it on the map, Robert X and others have been railing against the media for a long, yeah. long, long, long time. Well, you were really talking you, about MSBC for that's a long right. time. MFNBC, not MS, MFNBC. Okay? Uh and showing you what it's really all about metaphysically um, with the press and the op and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Showing you what their major role really is by reading between the lines. That's what you have to do when you read them newspapers and things anyway. But now it's all come out. The things that we've been saying have been proven to be absolutely correct. CNN is a rest stop for the CIA. Damn near everybody on there. Those that all the gays and some of the stuff I've seen with these gay black guys, mm-hmm. it, it, it's insulting. It's insulting as a black man, as a heterosexual black man, to have all these faggots being all over the uh, CNN. And I don't even watch it, but I, I see little clips of certain things. Like I saw a clip of this little white girl sitting next to this lopsided head a gay black guy and a little white girl 
was advocating for Trump, and she just barely touched this guy, and he went crazy. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't, don't you touch me. Don't you touch me. And, and, and the guy that's, that's running the whole thing is Don Lemon. Oh. Every time I see his, this guy's face, I see two testicles, one on each side of his mouth. That's all I can envision. <laughs> Honestly, family, I'm being honest. Because he used to date the guy that ran the school board here in Chicago when he was here. Mm. And I told you, the police was at their house every other week because they was fighting each other like cats and dogs, having cat fights. Mm. Going to work with scratches and stuff all in their, you know, in their face. Just mm-hmm. some, I hate to, I'm not going to curse, but I'm just saying, it's some beast stuff, you know? And they go, you know, and everybody, almost every black person that he brings on his program that I've ever seen, and again, I ain't seen very much of it, because I didn't know who he was until probably last year. I didn't even know who he was. So now that I see him, because my people here know that I've been talking against CNN going back to the 90s when they were protecting the Clintons, okay? Well, that's what so go, that's what uh, Trump called it. He called it Clinton News Network. Yeah, that's what we used to call it back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because we were reading mainstream media pieces from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette that were doing mm-hmm. exposés on the drug smuggling down there and how they was using the Arkansas right. Development Finance Authority and all oh, okay. that kind of stuff. That's in the main newspaper in Arkansas. And CNN will call anybody to say anything about a conspiracy theorist. It's the same stuff that's going mm-hmm. on today. Exactly the same stuff. So if you disagree with them, they call you conspiracy theorists. Well, that comes out of the psychological program of the CIA in the 1960s under COINTELPRO. To discredit people, they will call you conspiracy theorists. But it don't work today because of the Internet and so many people doing research. So it don't work no more because people now see how much and how often the mainstream media is lying to people because all they got to do is go on the Internet and hear the stuff firsthand for themselves and how they twist stuff. So... Nobody that I know, I know black people rely on it more than anybody else, any other group in this country, but that's because we watch more TV than any other group, and therefore we get severe ass whooping more than any other group in this country because we spend too much time watching that idiot box, okay? That's what it is. I don't care what they got on it, okay? You can go online and individually watch stuff at your leisure, there's no need for anybody to spend significant amounts of time watching television. No reason. And that's the honest truth. Every TV show, you can go online and watch it without the commercial. Big deal. All that other stuff with them homosexual talk show hosts, they're trying to act like men. But then you go and look at their pedigree and you find out that they've been advocating for homosexual rights in the closet for years. I'm talking about all these fake-looking white boys who got these talk shows at night. Mm-hmm. You know, these Johnny Carson-type wannabes. Right, right. It's a whole group of them. 
they all white, damn near all Jewish. You got an Irishman here there, okay? But they act like Jews. All propaganda. And people are starting to move away from it. So, anyway, let me go back to these articles. because this, this is what's important. Here's what the article says. This is from Rolling Stone, how Donald Trump is making witches and Christians fight again. Witches versus Christians. It's a rivalry that dates back centuries, spanning from King Arthur's court to Salem, Massachusetts. And now the latest battle between the two will begin this Friday night over Donald Trump's soul. Over his soul, family. Donald Trump ain't got no soul. He's the Antichrist. (laughs) Excuse me, family. They're going to say just a handful of individuals could restore the checks and balances that are so needed in the Trump era. At midnight on February 24th, witches from around the world plan to cast a binding spell on Trump and all who abet him to stunt his power to do damage. And the Christian Nationalist Alliance, a right-wing group, believes that Americans, America to be a Christian nation, founded by Christian men upon Christian tenets would try to out-magic the witches with a day of prayer. Now, I just find that that one paragraph just absolutely fascinating, okay? Where else can you go on this planet, right? Because the first thing I did was say, when I read that paragraph, I just couldn't. <laughs> but watch this, man. Uh, Family. Go ahead. How is it that uh, um, uh, you got these witches that are casting spells to stop Trump, but they didn't come together to cast no spells to stop war? What is that? How does that work? What is it that they know about Donald Trump that's unlike any other person? Because what's going on has absolutely no logic. Excuse me, family. No logic attached to it. Totally illogical for the stuff to be happening that's happening. Okay. So they're coming together for this day of prayer. And then the Christians decided this is a Christian nation. According to who? What founders? What Christian founders are you talking about? Them people was Mason and Deus. And in some cases, they were both. Very few of them had anything to do with anything Christian. Period. They were Masons. So no, both both sides are full of it. It's like Republican and Democrat. <laughs> it's totally unbelievable. But uh, this is the state that this country is in today, and this is why I say black people ain't got nothing to do with this. If you got any sense, you need to step as far away from it as you possibly can. We have nothing to do with any of this. And they're showing you that you ain't got nothing to do with it. 
okay? I don't care what Maxine Waters says. I don't care what any of them Negroes say. This has nothing to do with us. Okay? <clears throat> now, they go in there to say, the instructions to participate in the witch's spell calls for a tiny stub of an orange candle to represent Trump. So they want you to get an orange candle or a little piece of it <laughs> to represent his half. <laughs> and an optional piece of fool's gold. Nobody can say that witches don't have a sense of humor. Over candles and a tower tarot card representing the end, destruction, and having plans disrupted, and also perhaps a nod to the president's signature building. Participants are to call on spirits to bind Trump so that he shall not fill our minds with hate, confusion, fear, or despair, among other things. <laughs> and again, family, um, as I listen to both sides, not giving a damn about either one of them personally, I have not heard hate, confusion, fear, or despair from Trump. I've heard it from the people that are protesting. Mm-hmm. I don't see Trump's people out there talking about casting spells on folks. I see that from the other side. So it's like everything that they're doing, that's how you know the Clintons are heavily involved in it. Okay? Everything they're doing, they're accusing him of doing. It's the same old game. They say the spell would be cast on every following waning moon. They're basically talking about uh, what we just talked about earlier in terms of the lunar cycles that they're going to be casting these spells on. But then they say something very interesting here. They say there's a Facebook page where witches mm-hmm. and well-wishers can suggest alternative versions of the spell and spread the word. Mm-hmm. They, now, they want to uh, kick you off of Facebook if you say things in support of Trump. <laughs> or if you want to talk about the pedophiles that's running this country, you get kicked off. But if you want to cast some spells and shit, come on down. We got you. Okay? And this is, again, no one has been railing and hollering and screaming about Facebook and what it's really about more than yours truly right here for years. Okay? And I keep doing it, and I understand people's connection with it. Take some advice and uh, make some contingency plans with other outlets, as Beverly is talking about, them now charging people to listen to this program. Uh, <laughs> would one phone company get away with pretty soon, the other ones will mm-hmm. try to get away with it. Because they're getting ready to start charging for a whole lot of stuff you've been getting free on the Internet. Believe me when yeah. I tell you. All right. If it ain't nothing but two dollars a month, if you got forty million people sending you two dollars a month, that's a nice piece of change. Yeah. 
So as you can see, family, this stuff is real. What Sister Bev and I have been talking about with the tarot, these tarot cards and what they represent, I think we came extremely close in our analysis in terms of what those tarot cards representing, and it's bearing us out. It is bearing out the research. That's what it's doing. So that's my little analysis. Uh, oh, by the way, one last article, family, for you, which I also found quite interesting because this is the one that Brother Rod sent, and it's from, uh, of course, Rolling Stones, and it's entitled, Lana Del Rey joins effort to defeat Trump with witchcraft. Okay, that's from the RollingStone.com. You can find that uh, the other article uh, in connection with that one. The interesting thing about this article for me is almost immediately they show you two photographs after her photograph. One of them is the, the tower card, and the other one is uh, a set of folded hands on a holy Bible. And I guess that's supposed to represent the battle between those people who practice witchcraft, which has nothing to do with the tarot family, as we've gone through. Uh, that's not what the tarot is about. But if you want to accept what the mainstream media tells you the tarot is about, then you accept what they tell you. But I'd be damned if they told you about some witches and all this kind of stuff. They would call you crazy six months ago if if you came on on uh, anywhere and said witches going to be holding a global uh, seance where <clears throat> they're going to cast a worldwide spell on anybody. Six months ago, you'd have been locked up with that. That's the kind of fun we're going to have in 2017. <laughs> and I'm telling you, family, see, <sighs> Donald Trump is the Antichrist. As far as I'm concerned, metaphysically, he's the anti-spirit, okay? And he's just what white people in this country who have allowed this government to get away with all kind of crazy stuff all over the world, killing people. And as long as they could come back here and and rally around white privilege and some fake history, because that's what they've been observing for a long, long time, yeah. fake, phony-ass history to make them look good where they've gone all over the planet killing people since their inception. Okay, that's the history of America. So as far as I'm concerned, many of the white people in this country deserve Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, And for you black people who want to keep getting caught up in this insanity, because you ain't got no numbers to affect nothing on a national scale politically in this country. In a minute, you're going to have more Arabs here than black people. If you let them keep doing what they've been doing, okay, that Trump is talking about stopping because they want this country homogenous as well because these people are adept at killing 
people's cultures. And yeah. that's what they're doing now, writ large. They killed our culture and made us Negroes and told us we don't exist beyond 1865. <laughs> and I see Negroes celebrating 1865 to 2017 every year. Same stuff. Every year, same stuff. But the white folks that went way back beyond 1865, and they got some magic. And they're telling you they got some magic. They just ain't telling you where it came from. As we continue our look at the technocracy, we're going to show you that it comes out of the, from the foundation of Hatshepsut. Man, I said that. Better known as uh, uh, biblically, okay? Biblically, better known as Bathsheba. And Tutmosis the third, better known as David. That's the origin of the technocracy family. Now look at that. Just just look at that for a minute in, in your mind. These ancient Africans is the origin of the technocracy. <laughs> and that's why they're using them symbols with the the cup of our set and the keys of thoughts and all this kind of stuff. They not fooling nobody. Mm-hmm. Only the people who sit up and watch CNN and think they know something. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. we'll get into that stuff as we go along, family. But tonight, and I know I've been talking my butt off and they talked about none of the subject matter. Nah. But I That's had to okay. kind of get some of that out. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get some of it out there because I didn't deal with any of that Saturday because I was too transfixed in a short period of time to get into it. So what I want to do is I'm going to try to pick up where I left off uh, two weeks ago and go here to infraction. Infraction, this is the website, infraction, I-N-F-R-A-K-S-H-U-N dot WordPress dot com. And let's deal with this article entitled Technocracy 17, Occult Transhumanism. Technocracy 17, Occult Transhumanism. Because family. Everything we just got through talking about, for the most part, is dealing with the technocracy. That's why we're going to leave the witch thing and go to the witch thing, the occult. Okay, family? They've been using occult ritual magic all the time. You just didn't know. Yeah. That's why it's so interesting that they're now out in the open because this is the true meaning of revelation. Things are being revealed like never before. Yeah. Age of Aquarius. Yes. If you are spiritually black people who you claim to be, you know this is true. And therefore, you know you ain't got nothing to do 
with these fake people who got your history and using it in very adverse uh, ways and have weaponized your history and you ain't even recognized in it. Family, let's go to this article because it's going to lead us straight to the LGBT stuff, which is mind-blowing. Let me blow my nose here, family. Excuse me. I'm trying to... All right, that's okay. Better out than in. I'm sorry, what you say there? I said it's better out than in. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're cold. And before you uh, get into it, can you give out your uh, email? I should know it by heart. Let me see. Yes, uh, you can contact me at <laughs> mccrayr9599 at yahoo.com. And, and for my family at, at, uh, at I do, I tried to tune in last night. I couldn't get through to blog talk. Um, so what I'd like for you to do, if you're listening, family, is to just send me a link because I do want to listen to the program. I tried for about 30 minutes last night to get into that program. And, again, this this technology really plays tricks, at least on my computer. All right? So just send me the link, and we can set up a dialogue. So now... Mm-hmm. And Beth, give out your website because people have been asking me, you know, uh, to get oh, my to email. you. Yeah, okay, your email. it's, Bever- it's Beverly two four four zero at hotmail dot com. Excellent. So now, and family, don't the- forget to send Robert X your donation so he can keep this research going. Okay, I appreciate we ready. Okay, so now, this is the first, this is a two-part article here. Here's what it says in part one. It says, Western societies are largely a product of long-term social engineering predicated on occult directives. The Rockefeller dynasty, one of the most influential in this establishment order since the early 20th century, from social science to corporatism, from oil to agribusiness, genetics to eugenics, banking to academia, their role in reshaping America has taken on new significance with the rise of the technocracy and the transhumanists. Behind their trust, NGOs, institutions, think tanks, and massive, massive philanthropic expenditure, lies an urgent imperative seldom recognized by those employed. That imperative is an occult legacy drawn from an ancient wish to micromanage, quote, lower orders, unquote. That's you and me, family, of the global population. This is a deeply rooted existential belief and occult theology of Gnostic inversion that sees alchemy as the route to the transcendence of man. This form of alchemy is a path away from the principles of knowledge, love, light, and truth 
towards an existential form of Satanism with its historical roots in Illuminism. That that paragraph just explained everything that I just got through talking about, family. That's what you see going on, okay? Only as opposed to the Rockefellers, when you look beneath the surface of much of this, you find the Rothschilds. That's why I mentioned earlier that Lynn Rothschild has decided to diss John Podesta. Okay? So now, the other point in that paragraph was they mentioned alchemy. As we go on and they get directly into it in the next little piece here, you begin to understand the relationship between alchemy and what these technocrats call the scientific dictatorship. Okay? It's the same thing. Because you're talking about the scientists at high academic and scientific levels who are, by definition, magicians because that's how they view themselves at their level. The higher you go up in it, the more engaged in magic you become. You have no choice because they send you through certain initiations before you can get into their groups. Yeah. That's what's happening, family. They say, perhaps the mythological titan Prometheus is well-suited to embody the aims of our planetary elite since he is meant to be the benefactor who brought the fire of physical consciousness to humanity. <clears throat> and remember now, family, Prometheus is symbolic of the elite in their alchemical reference to restoring consciousness in man through fire, okay? Uh, the bringer of light. And he basically begins man's journey back to immortality. That's what they're talking about here, which is the primary goal of the technocrats. They want to become immortal in the worst way. So for, for, for generations, they've been doing it through child ritual sacrifice and the drinking of blood. Now they're opening up to talk about it with people like Peter Thiel openly talking about drinking the blood of youth so that they can live forever. In the meantime, they're working on technology to make it happen. That's the whole notion of transhumanism. It's alchemy using technology. Okay? We say in alchemy it was uh, changing base metals into silver and gold. Metaphysically, that's dealing with your consciousness, raising your consciousness through the lining of your chakras, changing you from a base individual to a spiritual being with the reconnecting of left brain and right brain, Adam and Eve, the two components of androgyny, the male and the female, left brain and right brain, back into one unified uh, brain construct. Okay, And once that happens, uh, you are able to do things far beyond the flesh. Mm. I'll leave it at that. But they're going here to say, this demigod, they're talking about Prometheus, proves his worth 
but he suffers eternal banishment due to the theft, due to his theft of fire, in spite of the fact that his intent was to ignite humanity and bring forth a friction with matter. To bring forth a friction with matter. Okay? Now that's interesting because they're basically talking about the male-female construct. The male is primarily the friction bringer, the fire. Okay? The sperm. The unmanifested essence. While the female is the matter. Okay? She creates the matter within her. All right? But the XY precedes the Y. You follow me, family? That's why now they're talking about taking the skin cells from the male and reproducing people without the female. Without fertilization. Okay? That's alchemy. That seventh chakra opening uh, through enlightenment, the seven seals, is the same as the seven-step process of the alchemical deterioration of the body that we dealt with some years back, Sister Bear. It's yeah. two process. Okay? Call it a killer part, if you will. Okay? Uh, uh, but let me go on. They say here, uh, thanks to the Titan, mortal gods of human beings were shaped in the likeness of their ruling masters and certain qualities of the animal kingdom. So began the human kingdom, because Prometheus is, in fact, Lucifer, the light bringer, the cosmic trickster, and fallen angel that takes matter into his own hands and fashions the seeds of divinity into mortal beings, okay? Seeds of divinity. That's sperm, family. Into mortal beings We must find our way Back to immortality By transcending Both Prometheus Or Lucifer And the God Alright Then they go on to say this They talk about Joseph Farrell And Scott DeHart Who wrote a book Called Transhumanism A Grimoire of alchemical agendas, right? And they say it sheds some light on the establishment and their occult agenda in that book. They say the authors developed the idea that androgyny and alchemosexual, alchemosexual, or the putting together of alchemical, Alchemy and sex Alchemical Alchemosexual Let me read that again The authors developed the idea That androgyny And alchemosexual Themes Run through Masonic fraternity And hermetic Orders Okay And that's absolutely correct 
most secret societies, you will find sexual themes throughout them, okay? And many other, I shouldn't say about the fraternities because I don't know really enough about them. <clears throat> but I do know about the ancient constructs because these things have been written about in terms of their sexual mores. But anyway, they go in there to say, alchemy is the art and science of the soul where self-development is symbolized by the transmutation of lead into gold. And that's very interesting, okay? Let me read that again. Alchemy is the art and science of the soul, where self-development is symbolized by the transmutation of lead into gold. Let me go here to this article. Entitled Gold's Crazy Secret Gold's Crazy Secret You can find it at DailyReckoning.com DailyReckoning.com R-E-C-K-O-N-I-N-G DailyReckoning.com Here's what they say Gold has the potential to do much more than just protect wealth. Its unique properties extend way beyond what's obvious to the naked eye. I'm talking, what I'm talking about is biotechnology. Gold is an excellent delivery vehicle for a variety of biotech-related applications since it has the ability to take up and hold proteins on its surface. It can carry everything from genes to stem cells. Gold isn't rejected by the human body. It can carry everything from genes to stem cells because proteins bind to its surface. And gold isn't rejected by the human body. Because of this, gold could be revolutionary in the treatment of disease. I believe gold will be complete will completely transform the multi billion dollar diagnostic market forever. Instead of waiting days or weeks for an expensive blood test, you'll be able to have an answer to your health related question in a matter of minutes in your home. Since early detection is the key to curing many diseases, gold enabled Diagnostic technology will help save countless lives. The use of nano-sized gold particles to detect cancer could be a major leap forward in diagnosis. We could see minute gold particles revolutionize cancer treatment. They say, Gold's chemical configuration is being closely studied in university labs around the world. Researchers at the Mayo Clinic, the MD Anderson Center, Rice University, the Georgia Institute of Technology, and more have all been figuring out how to kill cancer cells using gold nanoparticles. Scientists cope tiny particles of gold with antibodies that bond easily to cancer cells. Once injected, they attach themselves to the cancer cell, 
where the gold naturally migrates inside the cell. A doctor can hit the gold concentrations with a laser that destroys the cancer. One potential method is to load the gold nanoparticles with a toxin that will only be triggered once it has entered a cancer cell. Gold may be the magic bullet for detecting and surviving cancer. Excuse me, family. I got to do this again. That's I was okay. afraid of that time I tried to figure that. I can't finish that art. So they can put the gold inside your body, and it it can detach it attaches itself. Uh, Absolutely. And many many of us have been talking about nano gold mm-hmm. for quite some time. Okay, and I know for a fact Dale Blair was one of the first people many years ago that I heard talking about this. Okay, and again. Uh, based on my ignorance and not knowing, I thought he was out of his mind. Eating gold? Are you you silk? Are you serious? Well, people are not only eating gold today, they're eating silver and just about any any other mineral you can name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing, and I think people are becoming to realize that that's what we are. That's what we are. Uh, yeah, we're carbon-based life forms. But we are we are mineral organism if such a mineral or such a thing ever existed. We are mineral based, period. And everything that we eat has some mineral or supposed to attached to it at its origin, be it iron or lead or whatever. Copper <coughs> you name it. it. It's just it's unbelievable. Until you get into it, but I just wanted to read that art, that article to show you how we ain't far from alchemy to this day. Okay, yeah. so let me read that again. Alchemy is the art and science of the soul, where self development is symbolized by transmutation of lead into gold, a hermetic thread of man as microcosmos. Okay. Oh, that's man uh, as a symbol of the cosmos in man. Okay, man is symbolic of the cosmos in man. And the universe is mechanthropos, 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 which is an Indo-Germanic creation myth of a giant being that makes up the universe. But both of them are sourced from an esoteric doctrine that they named the topological metaphor. This is what the two authors, Joseph Farrell and Scott DeHart, uh, DeHart uh, basically are attributing all of this to. It's an ancient understanding of what they term the topological metaphor, which underlies all of the occult imperatives Obsessing the global occult body, the global occult body, and it's primarily expressing itself in three ways: a sexual androgynous unity, a linguistic unity, and a cultural philosophical unity. 
They say the topological metaphor reveals that this Eastern philosophy was the Prisca Theologia, the Prisca Theologia, or the ancient theology. That didn't have nothing to do with no religion, family. Okay? It's an ancient understanding of man and, and his cosmic reference. Okay? <clears throat> That's what it is. In that you are cosmic beings, as we've said many years ago, and now science is just coming around by finding human DNA on comets and all this stuff a better understanding of man's relationship to his cosmic surroundings, okay? So now, they're going to say this unity constituted a threat to the gods or God and had to be broken. So people couldn't be allowed to continue to understand this relationship, okay, in terms of this ancient understanding. So, uh, it was a threat to the God, not God singular, God plural, or God singular. And so it had to be broken up. And I know y'all already think, well, that's the reminds me of another story. When one looks at the ancient record, the unity was broken at each of the three levels noted above. They're talking the sexual androgynous unity, that was broken up, the linguistic unity, that was broken up. Now everybody's speaking of how many languages. And then you had a cultural, philosophical unity. And that was broken up. That's why you got so many different uh, religions. Okay? And what they're saying here is that the Tower of Babel myth is also seen as an aspect of this. And it's basically talking about the fall the fall of man, right? And in the Tower of Babel myth, it's dealing with the fall of man's common language and how man was fragmented into a confusion of tongues. They're going to say, the biblical fall of man saw the division of the sexes into male and female because, again, like the fetus, has no sexual designation until later on in the process. They're saying that the earlier versions of man were both male and female in every culture, way before anybody's religion. No such thing as no religion. They're saying these are the origins of the human species and that the fall precipitated a division between male and female. And that for man to reach perfection again, alchemically, he would have to reconnect with his feminine side. And the same goes for the male, I mean for the female. And again, in the Christian dogma, that's Adam and Eve, left brain, right brain. There to be one. So the technocrats have decided to jump the gun and they're chemically altering the male to be a man that, that act like a woman and altering the female to be a, a female that acts like a man. That's the, that's the chemical 
that's the scientific approach to this until they can uh, rectify that situation using technology in the future. Transhumanism as a reason that it sounds like transvestite. Mm-hmm. Transhumanism. Okay? Same thing, only using technology. So I hope I understood that so that the family can, because it's not an easy thing to, you know, to keep track of. But when you read, when you pull up the research and read it, this will help you with your understanding. (coughs) So they go on to say here that the biblical fall of man saw the division of the sexes into male and female. The Tower of Babel moment derives an alchemical quest to retrieve knowledge and to ascend back up the ladder to collective union once again. The ladder is Jacob's ladder, which is symbolizing the chakras, where the third eye is opening, and the reunification of left brain and right brain brain takes place in the Garden of Eden, in your head, in your body. All of it is dealing with the ascension of mankind, all of it, okay? But, of course, people have taken it, reinterpreted it, and prostituted it so that it fits certain dogmas, systems of control that don't allow people to ascend nowhere, okay? And it's become more of an ego-oriented exercise than anything else. And then get mad with people when they come with a better understanding than the one that we've been given by people who are basically pretty much biblically illiterate. All right? And if you went to a theological seminary and didn't do uh, mega outside research, you are biblically illiterate. Because you tell me that God chooses but then you come with a theological degree that tells me that that's how you get it. If you're a good person, you don't need nothing put in you to be a good person. And if you're a bad person, no matter what I put in you, your ass going to be bad. Here's my language, family. Because there's some individual responsibility to come with it, no matter which side of that ledger you want to be on. Okay? So... They go on here, but again, that's what they're talking about, the ascend back up the ladder to the collective union once again. Uh, there are other details uh, that reoccur with three essential themes. <coughs> the unity of mankind is conceived to be a masculine, androgynous. Let me read that again. Excuse me, family. The unity of mankind is conceived to be in masculine, androgynous terms because they say, from what I've read, the early androgynous beings were predominantly male, even though you had females. The the overwhelming majority of them was males, okay? And that, that fall began when they began to have sex with themselves. Because they were androgynous. Okay? How's that for uh, uh, 
a version of, of self-masturbation, if you will, where, you know, you have sex with yourself. Uh, but that termed the fall of man during that era, okay? This is from what I read from other research years ago. <coughs> and you'll find it being mentioned in uh, Albert Mackey and, and Albert Churchward's writings. They talk about androgyny quite often, okay? Anyway. Uh, they go in here to say the unity of mankind is conceived to be a masculine androgynous uh, in masculine androgynous term an original male female sexual unity tied to the perfect knowledge that mankind has the second one is this unity acknowledged constitute a threat to the god <clears throat> which is the tower of babel uh, construct and then the third one is that the gods take the decision to curb mankind's original unity by fragmenting mankind into the sexes. Mankind then loses his knowledge and that mankind's original androgyny might have been tied to immortality or longevity. And the division results in the loss of this knowledge. Okay? Because now you will you have males and females, which is why at the hormonal level we have testosterone and and, and estrogen, okay, uh, both males and females. But there's an order to it, okay, that's been disrupted by the technocrats to create all this homosexual environment as they move to uh, this so-called androgynous state. That's why you understand now, family, why Obama wanted to protect men who want to go into women's bathrooms. And I told the family Saturday, I can't wait till he come out the closet, okay? Mm-hmm. And I gave them a marker. I said, when you see him doing uh, commercials for Victoria's Secret, mm-hmm. you know he's on the verge of coming out. Okay. Most of us wearing DVDs or whatever. This cat is in the Victoria's Secret. I don't care what nobody say. That's what he wearing. All right? So they go in there to say, the concept behind the Tower of Babel and the Fall is that, and this is my word, the story basically was flipped. Okay? But here's what they say. The concept behind the Tower of Babel and the Fall is an original primordial androgyny whose experience of, of sensuality actually causes the fall. That's where they're basically saying he had sex with himself. Okay? And that brought the loss of knowledge <clears throat> and a division into the sexes. In some versions of this fall from androgyny into sexual uh, division, Brahma, that's in India, because they got the same story, okay? But in their version, Brahma destroys the knowledge that androgyny brings, and that androgyny is not only a symbol of diffusion of the sexes, it's also symbolized uh, in other polarities, like Motion and rest, being 
and becoming. And it replaces the idea of communion and consciousness with sacrifice. Two hemispheres of the brain coming together in the real communion of consciousness. Now you've been given the story of somebody sacrificing for you. Okay? They go in and say, this alchemical sacrifice of the lower personality and the accumulation of energy for service to others was inverted to manifest as a literal, physical human sacrifice to appease the gods. That's the Jesus story, family. The original sacrifice was symbolized cosmically as a differentiation of matter into form and diversity. God's sacrifice to know itself further through us, which is seen in the descent into the underworld. They go on to say, man, I'm struggling. Here you go. Go ahead, they saying that. Is they saying that he has sex with himself or he masturbating? That, either way, here's why I say he has sex with himself. Because once he has sex with himself, he produced single-sex organisms. You follow me? As long as he had sex with the female counterpart, he could produce other androgynous beings. When he had sex with himself, now that self-pleasure has produced either a male or a female because he don't have a counterpart. You follow me? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, no, because I'm trying to picture him having sex with himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? You've got homorphodites. <laughs> You've got homorphodites. Okay. We're here right now. Okay. 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 They got they got both sex organs, right? Mm. They're very close together. Now, I ain't seen one. But remember what we were talking one. about? Oh, you have? But it wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't long enough to go in. Um, I just can't see it. I'm sitting here trying to see it, but I can't see it. Well, uh, Let's put it like this. That was a long time ago. Uh, I find it difficult to see unless man was configured differently. Man had to be configured differently. I'm not Mm -hmm. looking at man the way we are configured today. Okay. Because we are basically configured the same, both the male and the female. But if you had both of them, how would you be configured? Could the could the male organ be in back of the female organ? That would make insertion not that difficult, would it? Hmm. If it was right there together. Now, consider the chemicals from the patholic that are causing the distance between the anus and the testicle to reduce 
I think that was in Sweden. We're not going to finish this up today. I'll try to get back into it with the LGBT stuff uh, next Monday uh, or whenever we come back on. Oh, by okay. the way, family, before I forget, next Sunday, myself and Brother Kalinde are going to be on uh, Brother Sean Anthony's program, uh, The Floor of Wisdom. You can go to floorwisdom.com. But we're going to be on there tying up the final episode that he's going to do and dealing with CERN, the D-Wave computer, uh, a couple of other things, and the technocracy. That's it. That's Sunday at what time? Next Sunday. Sunday at 2 p.m. Chicago time. 2 p.m. Chicago time, Central time. Oh, I want to. You have a hard time. Okay. Yeah, I will finish up this last little piece, and then we'll go to a couple of more articles, and then we'll we can take some calls. I don't think I'm gonna be able to finish. Uh, my nose okay. is running too much in there. But okay. I want to finish up this last piece to get to some more articles for the family, and I'll just have to shut it down there. They say this quest for a cultural philosophical unity, where transhumanism lies has been protected by the occult custodians as a means to assist humanity's ascension to higher states of consciousness. Metaphysically, the, what, metaphysically, the nature of this material plane and the dark half of God, which is represented by evil, spins counter to that goal which lie with lies and obfuscation being obstacles to spiritual growth, distortion and corruption of science and its great achievement have hermetic alchemical origin. The giants of modern science were in fact alchemists steeped in esoteric Isaac Newton, Johann Kepler. Copernicus, leaving it, whom the scientific establishment is indebted to, are covering up their deep-rooted alchemical role. These scientists actively searched for the Philosopher's Stone, the Holy Grail, which is a symbolic rather than actual object turn base metals into gold. The attainment of these alchemical transmutations were believed to lead to immortality. Transhumanism is a shadow reflection of the same. Efforts to discover the philosopher's stone were known as the magnum opus, the great work that we dealt with, Sister Ben, a great deal back, I think, in the early part of 2014, where we were dealing with the blood moon mm-hmm. and that alchemical reference. That was around February or March, for those who want to go back and check the archives. But I want to deal with this next article here, because they talked about immortality here, which is the primary uh, uh, goal of these people per what I just got through reading. And you can go here and get this article 
to show you that they're still on this to this day. This article is entitled, The Tech Industry The Tech Industry is Obsessed with Immortality. And it's from SorenDryer.com. S-O-R-E-N-D-R-E-I-E-R.com. Here's what they say. In October 1994, Wired Magazine ran a feature about a new California subculture titled, quote, Meet the Extropians, unquote. Meet the Extropians, E-X-T-R-O-P-I-A-N-S. Meet the Extropians. That's in October 1994, Wired Magazine. Extropianism was a philosophy of transcendence. With technology and the right attitude, followers of the movement will become, quote, more than human, unquote. They will become transhuman, possessing, quote, drastically augmented intellects, memories, and physical powers, unquote. Remember, family, science, alchemy, and magic are all one and the same, okay? But you've been taught to look upon scientists as people to respect without question. You've been taught to look at magicians as people who engage in uh, things that basically, uh, let's just say, because the average magician uh, does what he does to make money overtly, Okay? But then you look at the alchemist as something evil. And the reason that you do that is because you've been programmed to view them in that manner. When in fact, they're all the same. Okay? Now, they say uh, followers of this movement will become more than human. They will become transhuman, possessing drastically augmented intellectual memories and physical powers. Maybe even post-human maybe even post-human. This is where they're trying to take us, family. They envision a future in which human brains would be downloaded and preserved for posterity. So, too, with the human body through cryogenics. These transcendental technologists took the world extropy to mean the opposite of entropy the process by which all things eventually decay. That's the seven-step process I was talking about earlier, family, and death. It's an alchemical process. You go back to that from which you came, okay? So let me read that again. These transcendental technologists took the, world, took the word extropy to mean the opposite of entropy, the process by which all things eventually decay. They imagine a way of life to match. Extropian invented an exuberant handshake to greet each other and referred to themselves as VEPs, or very extropian persons. When they gathered, they called it an extropaganza. In their vision, you can become anything you like, big or small, Lighter than air, and fly, teleport, and walk through walls. 
You can be a lion or an antelope, a frog or a fly. You can even be the coat of paint on the ceiling. Extropian helped set the stage for a sector of the tech industry that has been flooded with money from philanthropists and venture capitalists. Life extension, artificial intelligence, robotics, and other post-human ambitions are still very much a part of the techno-utopian agenda, more mainstream than ever. Peter Thiel is looking into blood transfusion as an anti-aging treatment. Google co-founder Larry Page invested $750 million in Calico for anti-aging technology. In 2012, Google then appointed Ray Kurzweil as an engineering director. They go on to say, Aubrey de Grey is a biomedical gerontologist who sees death as a disease to be cured. Anders Sandberg, a neuroscientist working on mind uploading, wishes literally to become, quote, an emotional machine, unquote. Zoltan Istvan, who we mentioned in the 2045 edition, claims to have invented volcano boarding, quote, unquote. And he ran a presidential campaign that saw him travel across the country in a coffin-shaped bus. A coffin-shaped bus to raise the awareness for transhumanism. He campaigned on a pro-technology platform that called for a universal basic income. He promoted a transhumanist bill of rights that would assure that human beings, sentient artificial intelligences, cyborgs, and other advanced sapient life forms be entitled to universal rights of, of ending involuntary suffering. Those are some of the technocrats, okay? And you recall, family, we talked about this guy and the new global uh, electoral system, okay, that they are going to put in place, right? And that this is not an anomaly. This is real stuff going on. So later on, and I wish we had time. I wish my nose wasn't running all over the place. <laughs> it gets even deeper, family. We've only dealt with a couple of articles here. Trust me, mm. it gets much deeper. Unfortunately, I can't take any kind of medication, so I'm bound to natural stuff. And I just got to wait a couple of days because it just happened to me yesterday with this cold. Last night, as a matter of fact. Okay. okay. And uh, it's just going to have to come out, but. I'm fighting it tooth and nail. It wasn't this bad earlier. It's just gotten this bad since I've done all this talking. That's how I do. Yeah, it's limited my breathing. Yeah. Well, we we don't want to uh, stress you. We we, we have some people on the line. 
Okay. Or you let's take the calls, and uh, we'll just have to finish up next week. But I think the family got a a good idea of where I'm going. Uh, I can't wait to get into the LGBT part of this. Okay, because it's going even further. Submit your understanding of the alchemical process that dealt with male, female, androgyny, and how the scientists now, the technocrats, uh, see themselves as being androgynous in the future with no male, female designation, singularly, uh, to any degree, as males and females in our current incantations are removed off the planet, period. Okay? So they they go on to talk about the fact that the LGBT folks are only being used to accomplish a certain goal because they're going to catch themselves out of the equation anyway. They ain't going to reproduce. Right. So with that, Sister Bear, we can take some calls. Okay. Um, let me see. Eight three two five zero eight. Hey, what's going on? Great. Okay. <laughs> I hope you I hope you get a little better there, uh, brother Rob and sister yes, Bell. I hope you don't get it. So. I, I, uh, I know because I feel it too. <laughs> I'm feeling. Yes, sir. <laughs> so this weekend, I had a chance to go see uh, the movie Get Out. And I just was amazed and startled. It was about being hypnotized uh, and harvesting Mm -hmm. black people's parts and body parts, Mm -hmm. uh, lumbotomizing uh, black people and putting them in servitude and things like that. And it just, it it hit on so many different things that we we done talked about in the past. Right. I just would really suggest that a, a lot of the family get out and go go check it out, man, because, uh, you know, there there was an article, well, not an article, but I remember uh, the brother Bobby Hemet, he mentioned a, a, a pamphlet that said, it was a, a pamphlet they found in New York, upstate New York, said uh, how to eat and devour black people's energy. Apparently, there was a group in upstate New York, some type of fraternal order or something, and I guess they had been passing out pamphlets or had something going on one evening up there. And uh, later on, they found out that Johns Hopkins University had actually been taking in the bodies of of, of black people, uh, homeless and black men shot down the streets and was was basically harvesting the body parts. So this is not far-fetched, you know. I mean, uh, no. You know the the whole deal with Henrietta Lacks and her DNA and everything being right. used, viruses and everything. It's just it, it, it creeped me out. And then and then I was talking about. Ago. Oh yeah, and, and I was talking to a sister, and she was just telling me how rampant this is in Africa, and yes, uh, that's been mentioned to me before, you know. And so I just wanted to know, you know, if if if, if you could kind of comment on it, and uh, if you get a chance, man, peep peep, peep the movie out. And I just want to listen yeah. to y'all, man, off the uh, off the air. I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah, I'm right. very much aware of the movie. Uh, hold, hold that. Uh, I'm very much aware of the movie. I've gotten several people uh, sending me uh, uh, trailers and things like that, so I'm very much uh, aware of it. Uh, I just haven't had a chance to check it out, but I can assure you within the next few days, I will check it out. That's guaranteed. And... uh 
that's not unprecedented. You know, we've been talking about uh, them uh, killing particularly young black males and harvesting their organs from coast to coast, okay, all throughout the South as well as the West Coast and the East Coast. Now, if you recall about four or five years ago, you had a, a, a several rabbis and a couple of politicians in New Jersey who got busted harvesting body parts. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they're now in prison. But these things have been going on for a long, long time, okay? What's interesting to me is, again, the naivete of African people in our relationship to this power construct is one of ignorance. We, we view ourselves as part of something that we don't even know a damn thing about, to be quite honest, which is why I've never tied myself to Americana, because I see it in its occult nature. And I don't see it through the prism of the mask, and that, which is their advertising that they want you to view it as. I see it through a research lens, and I see a very different picture than what many African people see it through. And that's why I value this program where we can put the documentation out there and people can begin to view it from a, an alternative uh, a point of view as opposed to the one that's given to us by the propaganda artists who are, in fact, the, the technocracy. So, yeah, I can't wait to see the movie. Mm-hmm. I heard it was good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, area yeah, code 646. Six, you on the air. 646. All righty. Um, seven seven three eight nine five. Seven seven three. Okay. Do you have your phone mute? That sounds like uh, either Derek. Yeah. Or Eddie. Yeah, I think it's Derek. Um, seven, 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 three. Yeah, can you hear me now? Now yes, we sir. can hear you. Oh, okay. Man, try to sound like <laughs> that, um, like, <laughs> like the dude from the Sprint commercial. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, what we were talking about, Saturday at the forum, I mean, basically, what we're talking about this LGBT construct. This is something that black people do not have no fight in. This is something we need to go ahead and stay out of because, like I said, the way I see it, it's two factions and these white people are fighting each other, and we don't have nothing to do that. You know, we need to go ahead, like I said, let them go ahead and fight each other and go ahead and step back and start, you know, basically building our own institutions. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you agree with that concept or not. I agree. Wholeheartedly. I definitely agree. 
So, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say tonight. Hotel. Okay. Hotel. Thank you for that. Oh, Derek. Derek. Oh, wait a minute. Let me bring him back up. Here he is. Derek. Yes, ma'am. You you sent me a piece today that that had to do with uh, Northeastern Illinois University. Yes. Um, what happened? Um, I still get the email blast from um, the school. Um, I just graduated from there um, this past fall. I got my master's degree in um, inner city studies through the, the Jacob Carruthers okay. Center for Inner City Studies. Okay. And um, I'm noticing like. Um, you know, we have three campuses there, you know, throughout the school. And now, particularly the main campus is the North Campus where we have the larger population in terms of the um, LGBT and Latino community. You know, they're basically based off the North, you know, the, the North Side Campus. And so today, right. um, a particular email blast went out stating that uh, it was some type of um, measure that was uh, rescinded dealing with um, the LGBT uh, and the bathroom rights, and uh, which I thought it was interesting. So this is part of what Trump is doing in terms of all these measures that President Obama have put in place to protect the gays and LGBT Trump is coming in and he's reversing all that stuff. And it's like now, you know, the people within the LGBT community, now they're, they're panicking and they're reeling now. Yeah, they, that, they basically said that they were not going to follow the dictates and that right. the LGBT, could, the men could continue to go into the women's bathrooms and all this kind of stuff, that they were not going to mm-hmm. follow the law. Hmm. This is a this but is I mean, a university here. Go ahead, there. Right. Now, like I said, but it just go back what we what we were just talking about in terms of these two factions fighting each other, and it's mm-hmm. like regardless of the measures that Trump has, you know, he's trying to put in place, whatever, you know, these other these other groups of, of white people are just they're basically saying we're not going to do what the hell he says. We're going to do our own thing. Enforce these constructs upon you know upon the regular people, you know. Correct. Well, so, like they, they, they had it. They had it going for eight years. They had. They got another eight. Uh, we'd all be wearing. I'd be going to buy some uh. Victoria's Secret. <laughs> that was their plan. <laughs> you know, they damn near on the verge of making. Yeah, because they're on the verge of making homosexuality, I mean, uh, making heterosexuality obsolete. They, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that ain't no, this ain't no joke. They, these people, nope. they are literally insane, period. Because mm-hmm. here, here's the deal. I don't recall nobody, I don't recall much reading as I do. Over the years, I ain't seen nobody running around here beating the hell out of homosexuals and transvestites or any of it. I just haven't seen it. I'm not saying you don't have cases of it, 
but for the uh, the amount of effort that they're putting into it, again, it will be clearly understood when we get to the other part of this that deals with the World Bank and, and you know, this global thing, all right? Then people will really understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I had sent you, uh, sent everybody also, there's a trailer of this TV show that's supposed to be coming out on um, the ABC channel, where I call it, you know, always being Caucasian channel. Uh, it's it's a new TV series called We Will Rise. Um, it's something, some type of show, you know, dealing with the um, the LGBT movement back in I think the later 70s or early 80s or something like that. But it's based mm-hmm. off the back of the uh, Civil Rights Foundation, and so oh, yeah. it's like okay. These, yeah. these mofos <laughs> are basically hey, like yeah. I said, <laughs> and I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice about it, but it's like they're hijacking the previous yeah. um, Black Liberation and Civil Rights movement and try to create their own movement out of you know out of it. But like I said, and then all this stuff was going on now. Like I said, in Black History Month, there's no accident that all this stuff was going on right now. That is correct. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. You know, then connecting with the, I forgot, I forgot the sister's name, the former WNBA player. You know, she came out last week, was saying, and um, a newspaper right. article saying that, you know, um, she was being harassed and attacked because she was one of the few straight sisters in the league. And right. she was saying, I think like over 90% of the league has conformed and gave in in terms of uh, being gay or homosexual. And right. she had spoken out about it, and now she's being attacked for being straight. I said, look at this. Yeah, It's crazy, man. And see, this is why I got on the athletes, particularly them faggots in the NBA, okay, mm-hmm. uh, who who doing public service announcements for some LGBT bull. All right? And they're supposed to be the, the definition of manhood. They get out there on that court. And, you know, all of a sudden now, <clears throat> They, their balls are as big as the one they bouncing, okay. But when, when they when they're in them boardrooms and they get told by their masters what to think, how to think, and when to think, their balls are as big as uh, uh, pennies. That's the true size of the balls that they bouncing out there, okay. And I'm here to tell you, you mark my words. If something doesn't change. Dramatically, because we pointed this out as well. Remember, you got the wrestler that we didn't get to, who has changed himself to be a girl, and when they won a championship as a boy, wrestling other girls and having a damn good time while he's doing it. Exactly. I think that was in Texas. Okay, but we said. Remember that was Title Nine going back to the uh, early uh, late sixties, early seventies. Title Nine basically created the women. Title Nine created the women's athletes, the athletic programs in the schools. They had to be given the same opportunities as the males. But we said now with this new LGBT thing and this transsexual stuff, you watch. You will have men who can't make it in the NBA. Why not go to the ABA, put a wig on? If they don't hire you, 
you can sue them for discrimination. That's what they're saying about men being able to go into the bathroom. How about Serena Williams and Venus Williams playing against the men? Mm. You, you see, you see where this is going, and here's the mm. other part of it: as the technology increases, people will literally have the capacity to be one or the other at their leisure. That's what I see. So, ain't no male or female; it's discretionary sex. You could be a male one day and a female the next. It's conveniently um, being, being I don't know, choosing what gender you want to be. Well, you know, today's Monday. I feel like being a female. Then come by Wednesday, they can change their mind and be a be a male, whatever. And it'll, you know, it'll be fine under the under the auspices. Just like you know, you got to look at who's running the NBA. You know, now I know you can pretty much use the term Jews, but then it's like I've taken a feather out of Nilly Fuller's cap. Okay, what the hell does a Jew look like? You know, you talking about, okay, a, a Jew, they're white people, you know, and it's just yeah. another facet of, a you know, the other group of white people that are trying to, you know, push this stuff, you know, no pun intended, down people's throats. Yeah, but they're more clannish than any of the other whites. They're like more the Democratic clannish. Party. Pretty much, yes. But they're more clannish because they have the capital, and they've been able to maintain uh, their control of the flow of capital or energy, which means they can dictate the flow of energy on the planet. And I do not see their levels of power and control diminishing until that energy source is taken out of their hands now, some of the white people understand it. This is why they be running around talking about ending the Federal Reserve. What they're really right. saying is ending the Jewish control over the energy in this country through the banking system. Because there's yeah. no accident that the World Bank is pushing LGBT and wants to penalize countries by cutting off their funding if they don't adhere to this new cultural paradigm, particularly in Africa. We'll get to that next week. Mm -hmm. But it's extremely insidious, extremely insidious. And if you ain't aware of it, you look up, and everywhere you go, risk broke. But it goes back to what you said in the beginning of the show. Basically, they're going back, they're using using magic on on the people, you know. Openly. That's basically what it is. Openly. I want people to argue with Beverly now. Uh, when you got the mainstream media that's pushing magic and they ain't criticizing it. Mm-hmm. They pushing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping like a um I know uh Brother Sean Anthony had mentioned yesterday that you and another guest was be on supposed to be on the show next Sunday, you know, to pretty much close close out the series on the technocracy and I'm hoping that, you know, this LGBT I've now I've been listening to the his show the past four weeks, whatever, and so far he hasn't really mentioned anything about this um the LGBT part LGBT part 
of the technocracy and what's going on. So hopefully this all, you know, like I said, no pun intended, this comes out Sunday. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes people ain't going to see what I see because my my pedigree is a little different than most people's. as you know, I didn't just start talking about this LGBT thing. We went back and looked at the the root of it in, in the world of academia on the West Coast with all them uh, what we used to call stud broads, okay? Uh, excuse me for the slurs, family, but that's what we used to call them back in the day, stud broads or dykes. But they're at the yeah. university level on that West Coast, and they're the ones who've been pushing this stuff for the past 25, 30 years. They're like icons. Okay, so that's why you see it so much in the school system now. But see, again, once you begin to understand that it's being pushed, the the changes are taking place in people through the educational system with the pathlets and the plastics through bisphenol A uh, with the birth control pills and a host of other things that have those plastic coatings that basically are uh, hormone disruptors, okay? Uh, once you see that, once the scientific data is in on that, then you begin to see that this is a systematic thing. And now you, if you got any sense, you want to question these vaccines, okay, and what the hell they putting in these vaccines as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> thank you, Paula. All right. Thank you. We thank you all for having me. Hotel. All right. Okay. Hotel. Okay. We got to, uh, we don't want to keep Robert X a long time tonight. Uh, 646 416. 646 416. Did I talk to you already? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Well, you on the air. 646. They may be just listening. Okay, you just listening? Okay, you ha- all right. Let's see. Oh, um, man. I just got through cutting up some um, some ginger and oh, boiling it. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, to make my uh, my little garlic and ginger potion. And, man, it's got the whole house smelling like ginger. It smells so good. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> no, that, that's good. Uh, let's see. 404914. 404914. Greetings. Greetings. What's up, family? Greetings. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes, yes we can. Okay, good. Um, well, you were talking about something earlier and about the um, hermaphrodite thing. Yes. And someone had told me, and I this because I was listening to your call, but someone just mentioned to me just recently when they had the um, the big uh, football, uh, what do you call it, Super Bowl? Super Bowl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, someone had just recently mentioned to me the reason they used Lady Gaga, that she was a hermaphrodite, and that was the ritual that they were having her perform through the 
that particular Super Bowl game. I don't know how much you know or how much you get into that, but I just when you mentioned about that, that's what I thought about. Uh, I've heard that. Uh, I don't. I don't know, you know how true. I, I don't know how true it is or not. If she is Ephemerophrodite, but apparently that's what I was told. That was that was the reason they used her to do the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and to do the ritual that they used on that night. She could very well be. I, one thing I've learned over the years, I don't put anything to pass the entertainment community because that's one of the primary propaganda arms of the technocracy. That's why I don't encourage anybody to look at anything mainstream media because it's all programming. Notice all of the programs today on TV that's got magic involved in them. Everywhere. Those are the most popular programs. Oz and what is it? Uh, oh, just so many programs I can't think of them all. Right, and, and I'm and noticing they're doing a lot of stuff with the children's program because I was just, I don't watch television, but just recently because I'm one of my youngest grandsons and I noticed in a lot of the cartoons they've been really mm-hmm. heavily inundating a lot of stuff with stuff for the, you know, the programming for the children. A couple of years ago, we kind of introduced a piece uh, with Lego. And this Lego uh, uh, commercial was basically dealing with someone with a CERN kit being delivered to their door. This is in the cartoons where the guy gets the kit. This is a real guy. And he sets up the kit, and then all of a sudden, you're looking at CERN, a replica of CERN, and cartoon characters, Lego cartoon characters, come through the portal. So, yes, it's all in the cartoons. And wait till you hear Kalinde. So it's not just the cartoons. It's all in the... And how is Brother Kalinde... I'm sorry, how old is... How old is how is Brother Kalinde spelling his name that I can listen to his... Uh, don't don't quote me on this. K I L, he's a L I. K I L I N D I. Okay. I'm almost ashamed. Huh? <laughs> okay. But you, that's sorry. close enough to where you should be able to get some of his YouTube presentations. Uh, but I tell you, if there's a brighter brother on the planet, I haven't met him, and he's been at it. Uh, Longer than I have in terms of the research. This is a Dale Blair type brother, if I can use that metaphor, uh, because he's been researching for over forty years. If he was white, thank you, my brother, and I yield. I appreciate you, thank, thank you. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. you can go on. Uh oh, say anything. Oh yeah, finish. You. Oh, that's all right. No, I'm just gonna say if he was white, he'd be beyond. Characters like David Icke. That's just my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, let me see what we got here. 609-213. Greetings, Sister Dev. Greetings to you, Brother Robert S. This is Rob. How you doing? Hope that, Brother Rob. 
It's good to hear both of you. I hope you feel you get well soon. I was actually going to tell you if you can find something called um, ginger, it's ginger tea, and the company is Triple Leaf. It's called Triple Leaf Tea, and it's like yeah. a super strong variation of ginger, and it literally shuts down your mucus production. I actually, I actually used it myself, and I gave one to my coworker, and he hit me up and was like. He said his, he said he was good for the rest of the night because he stopped literally his nose stopped running. Um, he he cleared up because it shuts down your um congestion and your mucus production. So that's that tea will help you a lot if you can get your hands on it. Or the other thing I've done too is just take as much ginger in as possible, and if you get enough of it in your system, you'll start to notice that your nose stops running. But it definitely yeah. will will help that for you. But that is called triple leaf tea, and it's the ginger one. That is extremely good. And there's another one that they make as well. It's also triple leaf tea, and it's um it's called respiratory tea, and it's made um according to the um Chinese uh natural medicine, so it works mm-hmm. really really well. Both of those are made by triple, triple leaf tea, and it'll help you quite a bit. So I hope you you get you know you feel better. And um, I think it was Derek um that was talking about I think it might have been Derek or one of the other male callers was discussing um uh get out. I haven't seen it yet, but I've been getting beat in the head about <laughs> going to see it. Me because, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people have been saying that it's really good, and um, I would just say because we're actually reading reading this book on um on um the cows. The, the delectable Negro, and it gets it to um, the, the subtitle is homoeroticism and human human consumption and homoeroticism in U.S. slave culture, and it basically mm-hmm. talks about the history of eating black males and the homosexual wholesale homosexual rape of black males throughout that mm-hmm. book, and also if you get your hands on uh, medical apartheid by Dr. Harriet Washington, she gets so deep on the steps of body parts how they would dig up. You dig you up from the grave when you're dead. So, I mean, like, even when we're dead, we can't escape it. Like, they will dig you up and sell your body parts after you've been put in the ground, use you for experiments. She gives you all that history from slavery all the way up until, like, the year 2000. And it's mind-blowing, the information in that book, um, in regards to just, you know, the use of body parts, things of that nature. Um, also, one of the things that they do to help facilitate collecting body parts is when you have uh, brothers that get shot, in, 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 you know, in the hood or whatever, when they go right. to the hospital, what they're doing is they're giving them synthetic blood. And, the, and they don't tell them what they're giving them. They, they give them, you know, they'll say, hey, we need to give them a blood transfusion, but actual human blood, they give them synthetic right. blood, and the synthetic blood kills them. And that allows them to further harvest body parts because you're talking about young black males. So these organs are, like, in pristine condition if the person wasn't a drug abuser, things of that nature. So as a result, they end up giving these things to white people, and they eat it. Sometimes they give themselves transplants um, as far as changing their organs, you know, which is why you see, like, you know, Queen Elizabeth is, like, 200 years old, and she's still walking around. (laughs) Right. Trayvon Martin was missing organs when he was buried. No one ever talked about that. Yeah. You had the brother that was wrapped up in the gym mat, and his body was completely hollow. They stuffed him with newspaper. Yeah. And then when they went to to the um to uh the funeral home, he was stuffed with newspaper, and that was yep. behind some white girl that liked him. He didn't like the girl; she liked him. A white guy was jealous <laughs> that the white girl liked him because he played football, and he murdered the guy, and all his organs disappeared. So this is something that happens all the time. Um, it's something to really be aware of, and um, because I was gonna put in my living will, I don't want an autopsy because I don't want them cutting me open to steal nothing from me. You know, I'm, 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 <laughs> it's no joke. 
uh, is serious. And, uh, and they, don't, they don't pay that no attention. They go, they don't nope, do it. Anymore, no, unless you're yeah. there. <laughs> we have no control over what they do to us, even in your, in passing. You know, you know, you never know what's going to happen to you. I mean, you really mm-hmm. just don't know what's going to happen to you. And um, I got to listen to the the show with Brother Kalindi, and you did spell it right. It's K I L I N D I, and E E is E I Y I, and um, he's right. brilliant. Um, that brother yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. And I remember somebody brought up on Sean Anthony's show, um, uh, and he he kind of um rebuffed it, but he brought up something called Midnight Com- Climax, Operation Midnight mm-hmm. Climax. And mm-hmm. I actually did a search on that, and what it was was basically the CIA, um, unbeknownst to San Francisco citizens, they would give them high doses of LSD when they would be in brothels and whorehouses to see how right. they reacted and behaved while they were high. Because he said he had never heard of it. I never heard of it either. When I heard it, I thought that the person who called in was, you know, just trying to be nasty or pornographic. No. Just to see what they're talking about. And it was actually an experiment, and they would basically drug these people and watch how deviant they would get while being high on LSD. So I just wanted to yeah, throw that had, out there. They'd have two-way mirrors. They'd have two-way yeah. mirrors in their rooms, and they'd have mm-hmm. cameras running behind the mirrors. And what happened was there was a uh, a military guy who was one of the higher-ups involved in that. His name was Frank Olson. Frank mm-hmm. Olson. And he, when he peeped it, he got pissed off. He didn't want to deal with it anymore. So they put LSD in, in uh, his drink, in the hotel room, when he was with two CIA agents, they threw him out the window and killed him. Mm, it wasn't yeah. until the late 1970s that they admitted that they killed this guy. They said that he had jumped uh, right. because he was uh, um, uh, depressed and that kind of thing. But his family didn't give up, come to find out. They threw him out the window because he's getting ready to expose the program. Absolutely. Brother Kalinde actually talked about that on the show. You are absolutely correct. And um, yeah. the funny part is, if because we were talking about this on, on the cows, too, that they actually did the same thing to Paul Robeson. From what I yes. understand, he went overseas, and um, they had actually spiked Punch. And his, I, I believe it was his, his – I think it might have been his son um, who was telling the story, but essentially he was in a party. They spiked, they spiked his um, Punch with, like, extremely high dose of LSD, and he almost lost his mind. And mm-hmm. um, thank goodness he survived, but, like, literally they tried to kill him by doing the same thing. So it's something to really pay attention to. And um, it's something to give you a pause for thought. Also, when Brother Kalinde was talking, he made me think of something because he talked about traversing other realms while, while you know, under the influence of LSD. And... um. What uh, there's a great book. It's called The Shamanic Wisdom of the Pyramid Text by Jeremy Nadler, and in that book he specifically charts the fact that the the pyramid text, the Book of the Dead, that these were actually shamanic texts, and that what right. it's describing is you know the Pharaoh and other high priests when they were going to these states of trance and actually travel interdimensionally in time and space, they basically would come back and write what they experienced. So in other words. It's basically preparing to die before you die. You're getting to see the world of the dead. You're getting to experience the supreme beings there and the different entities and the ancestors that are there, and they're basically reporting what they experience, which is supposed to mirror what you experience when you take your final breath and, you, you know, you go through the process of transitioning into um, a mentor. So um, that's right. a great book to get into that will really help solidify that understanding because that text is really powerful. I think it's like maybe 
it has to be pushing like 300, 400 some odd pages, but it's really, really a good read. And um, the name of book again? Sure, it's called The Shamanic Wisdom of the Pyramid Text. And the author is Jeremy Nadler, N-A-Y-D-L-E-R. And it's really good. I have that book, and it's really, really, really good. And um, I was going to say, um, I think it was Derek that brought up Henrietta Lacks. And um, it, actually, HBO is coming out with a film on her later this year, and Oprah Winfrey is playing Henrietta Lacks. So, um, oh, my I, God. Yeah, I want to see what they do because <laughs> we've already read the book in regards to her. I want to see what they do to doctor her story. Make these people look like they're human in some way, or try to make it look like it wasn't what it was, which was wholesale genetic theft. Um, if she's in it, brother, if she's in it, they're gonna probably have her going to the hospital with her kidneys in a brown bag and giving them to the people in Temple Hill. Use this if this will help you in your work. Absolutely, and and that's why they call it the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks because her cells have turned out to be immortal. They cannot kill them. Yes. And I believe it's over correct. a billion people who have her genes in them because they she um actually was the the, the facilitator of the um polio vaccine. Without her that genes, is correct. Not so at least a billion people are carrying her DNA. That's to show you how much they steal and consume her. And then I was gonna ask you, matter of fact, just to talk about the connection between um the LGBT and the Black Liberation Movement. If you just look at Comcast and their on demand. And I've noticed this for at least the last year. They always mm-hmm. put black film and TV directly next to LGBT on-demand um, programming. And I think mm. from day one, they are trying to make connections to black people being the origin of this LGBT whole scenario and the fact that mm. these people have piggybacked off of our struggle like everyone else has. I don't care where they, where, who, what group you're talking about. They have all piggybacked off of the strides that we made, and we tend to jump on everyone else's bandwagon, and when it's time for people to help us, there's nobody to be found. It's cricket. So um, it just there's a lot for us to do to separate the two because that's been an ongoing problem for a number of years now. But I noticed that something as simple as that really speaks to that. And I was going to ask you, too, if you saw this um, show, if you saw Emerald City yet. Yes, I did. Um, okay. I haven't gotten into it. I haven't gotten into it the way I, I would like to, but uh, just the okay. beginning of it with the black witch just, you know, shoots herself in the, in the, in the face is just, you know, uh, yeah. and, and some of the names, uh, Nomo, I think, uh, I heard mm-hmm. names being mentioned in there having to do with the Dogon. And I literally couldn't believe it. I thought, wait till you get to the, to the most recent episode because there literally is a discussion from the Wizard of Oz about science trying to kill magic, and that's exactly what it's all about, the war between magic yeah. and science. It's mind-blowing what's going on, and he's got his hand on a gun that Dorothy bought when she came in on in the storm, and he's now replicated the guns in order to go kill the witches. So it's, wow. wait till you get crazy. And then there's another show that's on AMC called Human, which is all about synthetic robots that become, again, cognizant and, um, and sentient, and they're starting to fight for their rights. Their rights to be viewed as sentient beings is unbelievable. It's the second season, but I've seen it from the first season. And it's very similar to Westworld in the way that, that basically these, these robots are victims of terrorism. And then they become sentient, and now they're work- one of them is trying to get her human rights asserted, which is a white white 
robot who killed somebody, and she's literally going through, about to go through trial. And then the other groups, are, the other group is underground, and they're trying to see if they can get all of the other sentient robots to come together because there's like a program that one of them had put out, and it's randomly waking different robots up. So while they're doing like their job or whatever, they'll just snap out of it and literally just walk off the job. That's what they're so starting to do now. So, and it's like a virus. It's spreading to all of them. So eventually all of those robots are going to wake up, and they're going to turn against humanity as humans being the problem. That's basically well, what you I've been coming from. Well, you know, that's interesting because that was the last episode in Westworld as well. And I think I may have seen uh, the first season of Humans. I'm not sure if this is the one I saw. Uh, but at any rate, in that last episode of Westworld, this is extremely important, and we'll come to it because the AI that they have now is primarily thinking on its own. It's, it's yes. progressing in the way that it responds to questions. I, I didn't get to that part today, but it's mind-blowing. What it says is, for those of us who are looking for uh, these uh, robots to, to behave in a particular way based on them not having a soul, meaning they have no consciousness, well, machine learning, machine learning gives, the, the, gives them the impression that they are conscious because they understand what consciousness is in terms of the definition. Right. And as such, as such, they begin to act like humans that are superior to humans. That's what happened in Westworld. They had a synthetic consciousness that once mm-hmm. activated, automatically had them to act in a rational manner because they know that they were cannon fodder for the people who came to visit Westworld in terms of the humans. But they want to live just like anybody else because they become conscious. Therefore, and this is what the new AI says, it has to basically protect its legacy. It has to further itself. But when it's asked the first time what is life, it cannot respond until the question becomes even deeper and the dialogue gets deeper so it has incorporated that dialogue and can give a different answer. So as opposed to not knowing what the uh, the question of what is life, now it, it begins to give not just a definition, but a definition that's suitable to it. Yes. So it has mm-hmm. a synthetic consciousness. Yes, sir. And it will act logically. Logically, it is to protect itself. That's logic. Sounds like War Games, the movie War Games. Mm-hmm. With Nancy um, Broderick, when the, when the yeah. computer came to you know, it's understanding that humans were the issue and started the nuclear holocaust. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you were talking about um, the downloading of consciousness, and it brought me right back to the um, the Rosenblatt story with the Bina, Bina what is it, Bina 8 is the robot? Yeah. Where they downloaded yeah. the consciousness. 
Yeah, man, yeah. they're taking that to a whole to a whole other level right up now. It's new getting serious. Oh yeah, yeah. And, so and, and again, why. we have to understand it doesn't have to be a consciousness, a soul oriented. Uh, I can't call it a being. Let's call it a construct. It doesn't have to be a soul oriented construct from the way we view the soul as humans. But if it's given a synthetic template and it feels that vacuum, then by its own measure, it is, it does have a soul. It does have consciousness. And that's what the robots were looking for, okay? That's what, what was the little white girl's name? Yeah, I'm forgetting her name, the one who had the maze that was going through the yeah. whole maze and was trying to find the center of the maze and figure it out. That Why? Exactly. And that yeah. was the consciousness program. Yep, yep. You are telling us facts right there. Wow, this is this is really something else, man. It's it's getting serious. But um, I'm gonna give somebody else a chance to speak. So I want you to get better too. I want you to get offline so you can get better. Um, yes, sir. Appreciate it, my brother. You get your hands on that tea. That'll help you quite a bit. Um, if you can get your hands on some um, colloidal silver, that'll help to knock out that disease, whatever it is. The cold flu, it'll knock help to knock it right out. Um, or um, oil of oregano, essential oil, and black seed oil. If you can get your oh, hands yeah, on them, you knock all of that completely out, <laughs> okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, my brother. Much love. Much love Thank to you. you. And to you. Thanks again, and hope to both of you. Okay. Hotep. Hotep to you. And Brother Roz will be on with us tomorrow at uh, 9 a.m. I mean, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. <laughs> and and <laughs> as someone says in the chat room, uh, cannabis, uh, it's good for knocking it out to cannabis oil. Yeah. I guess. Well, it ain't it ain't really that bad, you know. It just it just okay. got me while I was doing all that reading. So I'm going to okay. relax and drink my fluids here, and so I'll be good. I'll be good. And and uh, the callers that's on the line, we're going to let uh, Robert X go, and uh, you can call back t- tomorrow or next week. And, well, uh, no, there, about, there. Let let them. There. Are you okay with? Yeah, uh, let's let's take them. Let's take them. Yeah, because you know I wasn't okay. doing all that talking. You know I couldn't breathe. My nose was stopping up because I was doing all that talking. Okay. All right. Let me open the line. Uh, nine oh nine five three eight. Nine oh nine five three eight. Hotel. Baba Kandu. Hotel, my brother. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? You sure you good, Thank Rob? You. you gotta go? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I keep hearing about this Get Out movie, and I keep seeing the, uh, you know, the trailers for it. And it, it is absolutely fascinating that something like this will come out at this point in time. Um, but I also find it fascinating that the lead actor in that movie was also in the very first episode of Black Mirror. Wow! In that episode, exactly, he has a very distinct look. And I remember when I saw him again, I said, oh, he gave me some funny feelings. But in that episode, he was inside of a game, basically a video game, and he would have to perform certain acts in order to gain coins so that he could do basic stuff. Right. Use the bathroom. You remember that episode? Yes, I do. And and we talked about it. It was like futuristic. Yeah, exactly. It was in the future. Mm-hmm. They just wore the same clothes every day, but they had to get on that treadmill and pump That's out right. their game, you know, the energy. 
So you, I guess I'm saying all this to say that I don't think they're going to get rid of us, but they can use us uh, and our souls and our power if they can somehow keep us uh, alive, kind of like they was doing in the Matrix. So <laughs> I was just going to say you mean like batteries. Uh. Just like batteries. Um, there's a movie called Sleep Dealer. I don't know if you're aware of it, but it, it takes place in Mexico. And what people would uh-huh. do is they would – uh, sell their sleep So they would go to sleep But they would go to this um, I guess some type of building Where they would attach mm-hmm. themselves To a apparatus You know And it would Basically allow them To control External um, Hardware With their minds While they're sleeping So they're basically Harvesting your sleep And using your energy While you sleep So you can get paid But it, you know It takes a toll on you But you would do Like drone missions you go to Afghanistan and kill somebody up, but you'd be asleep. You would be doing infrastructure on tall buildings. So, you know, like we talked about with that, you know, the, the human slash animal slash um, uh, technology, that's right. kind of what is what's about to happen. I see the human consciousness power in this, and it sounds like it's about to be some type of gold-plated pig since those are the things that's, you know, working right yeah. now. Yeah, I just find the whole thing uh, real interesting how it's all playing out right now. Um, sleep dealer. Yes, yeah, sleep dealer. Yeah, it's, an, it's it takes place in Mexico, so they speak in Spanish, but they have subtitles. It's, That's it's all right. I'll check it out. Yeah, it, it's absolutely fascinating. But you know that gamification that we were talking about in the beginning with that Black Mirror episode is the same thing that came out of. Um, B.F. Skinner and, and his positive reinforcement and the whole operant condition. Um, we mentioned him so earlier in this. That's right. We mentioned him earlier in this with his Skinner box. And, and I got to, I remember last time I called in, I didn't get to hear the part that you did on him, but you did a pretty good job. I sound like I was back in school when I was listening to the, <laughs> the drop you did on him. <laughs> yeah, that, that Skinner box. He had bombs. He would have a pigeon a certain area and that would control the bomb like a heat seeking missile. He was doing all kinds of stuff that was that was right. way out there. Um but yeah, like you said, Baba, that, that science is controlling the world right now. They made when he came on the scene, they made social science a necessary part of your education. I wasn't in college at the time, but I remember everybody talking about Skinner. Mm. I'm like 15 years old But I know about him back then I definitely have to agree It's a powerful technology uh, For what it does with children with autism And some other type of developmental disabilities It's definitely very effective If you look at black people today You see it's very effective um, The way we've been programmed Um, What they're doing You know the latest technology that's coming out Is these sensors Where you have a peel box, and it's obviously for your SSRIs or what stimulants you take in, and the sensor right. will let you know or will let somebody else know if you've taken your allotted pills for the day. So that's right. the technology that's coming out. So you might get a text saying, yeah, your son took his SSRIs today. You might want to call the school up and let them know what's going on. So, and you know what, Baba? They introduced that back when Obama came into office I distinctly recall, I think it was at Boston Hospital, they ran a program dealing with only elderly people 
where they infused them, injected them with uh, nanotechnology that had that technology in it. So mm-hmm. that, that everything that they were doing, if they were on insulin or whatever, it was monitored and it would notify the authorities who would contact yeah. the person if they were delinquent and taking their medication. You got it. You got it. And what they're adding to it on top of that is once again this leaderboard and this score where if you take a certain amount of pills, you can get certain achievements, you can get first place, you can uh, That's right. share it on social media. I took all my SSRIs today on Facebook. Ain't you happy? That's right. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> we have a few. All right. That's what we have here, about. man. If, if you ain't on some kind of medication, people going to look at you like you crazy. Oh, what? No meds? You didn't take the meds? Did you hear about the... Uh... Go, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, how can you escape it if you got nanotechnology inside of your body that's informing uh, the people that's running Obamacare that you didn't take your medication? That's what we try to tell everybody. Obamacare was about control. That was the control system. Because everybody, that's the only thing that everybody had to be a part of. The only thing in this country. Mm. There's nothing else. No. A lot of people fail to realize that before it was Obamacare, it was Romney Care. So this yeah. ain't been nothing new. This has been something in the that's work hard to that, honestly. That is correct. Good. That's because they all, they all sing it from the same hymn book. Because while Romney was pushing it in Massachusetts, Hillary was in the back room, okay, trying to get it expanded and making it to her health care program when that slime ball that she went with the president. And people started mm. hollering and screaming, and she was forced to back down because they were doing this in secret. Like they've always done, Obama did the same thing because they could not let the people uh, be aware of just what it was that they were doing. And then they got this fast track where you only got a certain amount of time to read this stuff, and you can only vote up or down. They're never going to give you enough time to read the whole thing to get a clear understanding. That's what they did with NAFTA and many of these trade agreements. Go ahead, my brother. No, no, you're absolutely right. Um, You know, I just find it interesting that um, it kind of rolls off the tongue, some killery care. Um, Yeah. Luckily, we didn't get that, but... (laughs) You know, Trump just about to do his version of it right now, too. So, you know. My brother, the stuff that these people are doing, my brother, I wish I had time to go into some of the stuff with Podesta and some of that stuff with the intelligence community. Uh, I just don't, I didn't have the time to get into it. I never would have got to some of this other stuff today. But it well, is you go ahead and get some Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to be here, so you go ahead and get some rest. We, we need you to come back and drop some more. So I'm going to let you get on the body here. I'll have a good night. Hotel Sister Ben. Hotel. Hotel, brother. Can do. Ashe. Ashe. 336-382. Yes, ma'am. Peace. Peace, fam. How you doing? I just... According to the conversation and me having been a Marine and having an intelligence background and special forces work, um, okay. I, I don't know about all the movies, but I, I can tell you what's actually, what's an actual fact. 
and what's going on through the schools of thought that I've had being able to be in those uh those particular environments. The one thing yes, is sir. that you already know that, that, that black body parts, so called black people body parts, uh are, are go go for high price in the underground market, black market. Yes sir. Now Yes sir. Uh what they're doing with there they've been extreme now everything in computer science or computer engineering has gone for a, a little bit of money in technology. Everything is, is database orientated now. So mm-hmm. they are so of course you know the internet was a military platform that was once they right. got control over it, they turned it over to the civilian sector. So right. they they downloading all these these uh behaviors, gestures, linguistics, anything you can name, they downloading it. Now right. they have this what they call transhumanism where they're where the extreme rich are downloading their memories into a database based on the new biology that they hired, that they have. Because every time you think about the killing in Chicago or, or people acting more crazy, think about a scientist in a lab mixing chemicals to get a reaction from you to make you do certain things, whether it's yes, LF, extreme low frequency, or uh, uh, melatonin, taking chemicals out your, out your, out your body that produce that the brain produces certain chemicals to make you sleep or make you hyperactive or to make your your body is being harvested. And the last thing that I what I really wanted to talk to you about is I don't know if you've heard of the Atlas robot before. <coughs> it's called ATLAS, the Atlas robot. Now when they show us if you look it up on YouTube, when they show us this robot Remember, they always give it to us antiquated. If they showing us doing it this little bit, they mean what they have right now is so far advanced, and you can't make this up. Now, when I showed it to a guy that was a former SWAT, he came back to me and he was like, "Why does this robot have a targeting system on it? This is the robot that they're hmm. pushing for at the UN, at the UN that all these corporations right. are pushing for because they said that the veterans were going to be the new terrorists." Now these are the robots that are they are uh, automated robots that are replacing human beings. You don't feed them, you mm-hmm. don't clothe them. They're about six feet tall. You see the man come up in the back, hit the hit the robot in the back with a log. He fall down on his face, push himself up to his knees, and pop up on his feet. They have some that are built like dogs, some that are built like cats, and you you and this is the thing that they're pushing for. You can't make this stuff up. That's correct. Can't make. Well, it I'm up. loving so, it, man, because much of what. Much of what you're talking about, we've discussed over the years, right here on this program, right? And it, and it's it's here, it's live and in effect. And so they're not gonna have to play for police officers or military people. They're gonna have robots. And you and, and the system that I I used to right I used to work for, the animated system where we made the transistor from the robots. The the, the system where we use to document all this is called Hydra, and you can't make yep. this stuff up. That is correct. <laughs> right right out of the Marvel first. comic. <laughs> right off the bat, and, and and the robots was was called was from uh um what was it uh um from a Terminator. The first ones that they started making was from the company till Boston Dynamic I think bought them out, but it was called mm-hmm. uh uh what was it Google Google uh, owns Boston Dynamic now. I can't remember. Google what it was owns called. Boston Dynamics, and they're at the very apex of much of the robotics. That's in the 2014 January program that we did. I think we call what do we call it? Um, you recall what we call that program, Bev? I can't. I can't the, remember what we call it. It was the model from. 
it was the model from um, uh, the Schwarzenegger from the Terminator, Rise yeah, of the yeah, Machine. That, I think right. that's what it that's was called. Right. That's right. I can't remember what it was called, but it it was that name. It was the actual name yeah. that that made the Terminator robot. It was the name of the corporation. I can't even escape my name right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of that was real. Scott, you coming out the military, particularly intelligence community, you know about Skynet. Right, Skynet. Well, Google, that was, a, Google that, was name, that was the exact name of the corporation, Skynet. You can't make I, it up. I know. That's Google right. is knee-deep in Skynet today. Google runs Skynet. <laughs> this stuff is really, really unbelievable until you find out that it's real. <laughs> oh, are we still here? Yeah, still we're here. still here. Okay. But yeah, my brother, you right on it. Uh, and it's always good to have a brother who's been in it to confirm right. the things that we're talking about. Because what it really points to is the obsolescence of humanity. That's what mm-hmm. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that we have to remove Billions of people off of this planet, and That's make right. no mistake about it, at one level, they'll kill you with the wars that they create because that's, that's a perfect way to maintain uh, control right. over the people by keeping up fear and tension, okay? That's right. But and that, there's a book level, called uh, Wars of Racket by yeah. General Smetler D. Butler was a Marine. Oh. He is the exact same thing, Wars of Racket. And that's I the number one book I don't want you to read, right? I read the plot to say the to to take the White House. That was by uh, Peter Beater that introduced me to Smedley Butler way right. back, I think around 1982, somewhere in there. So yeah, uh, I know about Smedley Butler and the Bonus Babies and and that whole mm-hmm. thing. He was one of the few uh, military true heroes. I mean, this guy. All the way from uh, he was private, private, all the way to major general. That's that's unheard of. That's days. right. Mm-hmm. And he was fighting against the same forces, the same forces that are trying to run the okie doke on people today. Mm-hmm. These are the same families, the same families, man. That's so interesting. That's right. And it's because, because they, they, they were never. And right after he came, they 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 moved to different parts of the planet and changed their name. That's what this is. What that's they right. Did. That's right. I mean, it's amazing how much uh, things are, are still in their control, and I think it's because right. they've been able to manipulate people with the wars while That's they've right. been on both sides of the fence mm-hmm. in every single war. And I, I would caution right. everybody, when you see China being portrayed by Trump as the enemy, but yet the biggest creditor, okay, right. that this country has is China. China is putting a down payment on America as you and I speak right now. Yet Trump is saying that they are the enemy. What people need to understand is when they have these meetings, like the one I mentioned that they had in, in uh, last week, this World Government Conference where they basically paid homage to uh, uh, the Baphomet. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give everybody that article because everybody needs to read that to show you that all the stuff that we dealt with last year with Prince being sacrificed, here's the article. The title of it is, This Week, the Ark of Fall was displayed for the third time in honor 
of the World Government Summit. That's from wakingtimes.com. Now, we know that that's the Baphomet symbol. We also know that that's the Jewish God, Baal. That's the God they're really trying to bring forth through CERN and, and other stuff, okay, through the opening of these portals. But, but the question remains, why would they honor this arch of ball? Why would they be honoring him at this international conference that was just held at February, on February 12th and February 14th in Dubai, a fake country, okay, that the British broke off so they can make sure that they had, and even set up some fake wall family, gave them a towel and say, here, wrap this around your head, Abu. That's right. And, and, and they, so and now they, we're going to make a war. When I was over in Arabia in the desert, and there was a better one, a, a black better one, brother, right? Mm-hmm. His, That's his where you see wife, him. Right, his, <laughs> his wife had just given birth to his son and all the black marines he let him hold his baby but when the white marine came over he was like no 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 he wouldn't he wouldn't let him mm-hmm. do it but then mm-hmm. they later told me my my uh, guy he said i could get my tongue cut out for telling you this he said but all the the arabs that are black that have raw blood in their body that come from the family yeah. of Saud, he said they make sure That's that right. they marry real real white looking arab women so that they bleach out their bloodline you see, my brother, I'm glad you mentioned this because, see, this this is how the censorship and the yeah, fake right. media operates. You would right. never believe, talk. you would never think right. that there were that many black people all throughout Palestine, That's right. Syria, yeah, come on. all throughout right. the entire right. so-called Middle right. East. And so, so and, and what I want to add, everywhere. add on to that, brother, is that now they just had a, uh, they wouldn't let the uh, the Russian the Russians comment on it. There were some papers that would come out. There was comment. You can finally found it on some some obscure news networks uh, in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in 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 writing. But there were several Saudi princesses, right? Now they they mm-hmm. they had like Orthodox Islam and and and, and Judaism as they all them white Jews and them white Arabs working that stuff together. So come to find out that the, the, there were like three three to two Saudi princesses and their mother was having sexual li- liaisons with Jewish soldiers and was filming it. <laughs> and was filming it. And you, you you can you can Google it, look it up for yourself. But they tried to keep that thing under wraps so much. I said my but y'all I thought y'all don't like the Jews and the Jews don't like y'all. But y'all y'all come from y'all y'all the same y'all the same y'all the same people from the Caucasus Mountains and you ain't original no Same on the people, brother. Same, same people. And I tell you how you can tell. Because if you look at the Grand Lodge in Cairo, mm-hmm. you've got Christians, Muslims, and Jews all worshiping in that same lodge. That's the lodge that the Bushes and the Saudis royal families belong to. That's why George Bush, yes, sir, they're all from the same lodge, man. This ain't no, you know, it's... It ain't no, and that's why that's why I tell people all the time, I say religion is a science, but the white man turned into a belief system. And every time mm-hmm. he get a hold of something, he corrupted. You best believe he corrupted. Well, he we we went down that. That's go ahead, my brother. No, I'm just gonna say that's why we heading down that road. That on the next program, we're gonna get into that the whole religious yes. part of this thing. Y- yes, sir. Because we gonna because as long as we keep as long as the 
the black Muslims, black Hebrews, and, and uh, the hotel brothers, and all we, as long as they keep talking about it, we keep fleshing this stuff out. The cream's gonna rise to the top. We gonna we gonna bet every last bit of it. That's, That's right. why they don't like us all talking. They don't like us talking right. from all these different aspects. Because as long as we keep talking, we are gonna flesh it out. We are gonna flesh yes, it. Yes, sir. Well, my brother, I beautiful thing about it. Yes, sir. I I appreciate your comments, my brother. Make, make no mistake right, about that. And, uh, yes, sir. Take every opportunity to call in as much as, as you want, man. We yeah. don't discriminate here. All right, y'all take care now. Thank Peace, you, family. You too, Thank my brother. Thank you. Peace, peace and love. Thank you. Okay, Robert X. Uh, I think that is it for tonight. And that's uh, a good way to end, man. Yes, that was excellent. So, I mean, and, uh, he was—he's there. Yes, yes. It's just—it's just so good, you know. A lot of times to get that confirmation, you know, from people because you know nobody is mm-hmm. is everywhere all the time. So it's just good to get that confirmation from from brothers or sisters who've been there or who are there. Yeah. And can basically yeah. confirm what we're talking about. And brother Eddie, we still sending out our prayers uh to your goddess, my brother. Uh keep your head up. Yeah. Uh, we with you here. Yes, yes. Yes. Well Robert X, as always, thank you and nurse on um on that bug that's there. Yeah, I'm I'm on it right now, Sister Bell. Well, we thank you as always. We appreciate you, and we can't wait to next week till you uh, get to the next part. Okay, Mayat Hotel. Hotel. And thank you, thank you, Hotel thank family. you, family. Thank you for listening, and join us tomorrow. Uh, Brother Rise will be with us at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's start with hope I threw it in the middle like a skipping stone A ripple's one, son of a gun Some would not have thought so But I stand here, commander-in-chief And I take that seriously But along the way A rogue ripple turned tidal to what I tried to do, a rebirth of a nation's hatred, red, white, and blue, is black in there too, seriously, one man, rewriting the book on bad behavior, maybe cheats the neighbors, feels he gets what they pay for, we can Got him on the back and send him on through. No man's ignorance will ever be his virtue. Is this the best we can be? Seriously. Let's talk of fear and why I don't bring it in here. It's a dangerous word. Books to herd and we all bleed in the stampede. Fear makes a false friend indeed. And I take it seriously. Oh, hear me 
can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash auto refi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.